Sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Stan and Steve, we're going to take you all in the world of miniature wargaming. Uh, on tonight's episode, we are again, uh, unfortunately, saying Steve, um, I know he's just started a new job, has some issues with computer, so I know it's been, a, I think, a little bit of an adjustment for him lately, so hopefully we'll have him back on pretty soon. But since we are um, without him tonight, we figured we would continue our deep dives into 40k. Um, on tonight, the goal is to get through the rest of the demons that we've been doing. So previously went through Korn and Zinch, Nurgle and Slanesh, as well as the Unaligned is our goal for tonight. Um, for some other things, we are going to try to record a TTS battle report playing against some demons. And then whatever faction we do next, we actually haven't had a discussion about that. So you should get this from us this week. Hopefully that as well. And maybe something else if I record some of the things that I planned on. I'm back working again, but I'm done each day pretty early, so it gives me some time to work on a few things. And now, on to the show. All right, Dan, it is Monday. I know at least I had to work. Are you teaching summer at all? Do you have to work? No, oh, absolutely. I haven't done summer school since, God, okay, I've been teaching for, what, 12 years now, 13? Sure. Since my first two years of teaching. Okay. (laughs) I I did summer school for the two, two years. And then I hit tenure, and I was like, "Nope, never again. Screw everyone. I'm never doing this. I'm not. I'm not suffering." I'm, I do summer work though, like you know, I do the curriculum, okay, yeah, and the yeah. benchmark and the test writing, and like you know, doing all that. That I don't mind doing because I could do it at the comfort of my home. I could you know sit down, relax with a cup of tea, do the work there. But summer school, absolutely not. No, no, okay. no, no, no. So you work, you just avoid actually working with the students directly, which I don't blame you for. You do it the whole rest yeah. of the year. It's more than and it's also – so you have to realize – look, I love my lesson. I love middle school. I love high school. I don't know how you right? do. It's all terrible. I, I love college too. No, I, I, anything that's not elementary for me is fine. But this is summer school, so these are the kids that failed. Yeah. And then you stick them all in one big room. So it's like uh, – <laughs> it's not like summer college course. You know, these are extra – courses you could take this is literally remedial yeah it's, it's, like, it's not option and when it's option you at least have some desire to do it because you wouldn't have to be there otherwise exactly yeah. it's just yeah no, no but like i said just enjoying the summer trying to relax as much as humanly possible and yeah that's about it no, painting I, I bought i finally caved and bought bellacore sadly you did it's not sadly like I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm fine most of the proxies, but especially when it's like, you know, there's a good official model because I, I think it is pretty good. Like it, I, it just helps, it, especially when it's like, oh, this other demon. Well, this thing's when, this and this thing's that. Yeah, when you remove all, I think it was too cluttered. That's why I didn't like them. I clipped busy, off all yeah. the chains. I clipped off all the chains. We're giving that to James because he has all the corn stuff. Yeah, I literally clipped off all the chains. I was like, no, he. I, you saw the pictures, right? Yeah, of yeah what I saw he looks them. like. Yeah, so he looks, I think, a lot simpler and better, in my opinion, without all the ridiculous. Because the base is already cluttered as is. The base is a. Oh my god, I hated painting that thing. Um, <laughs> but the model itself, like, I don't think it needs all those chains and the wings. And I think it looks good by itself. Just let the model speak for itself. There's, it's a. Not not constant, but it's definitely a thing that GW does at times where they overproduce their models, where yes. it, it feels like they, they, they have to fill negative space. And yes. I, I think that can be a Absolutely. little over the top. But like I said, now that I built it and painted it and it looks nice on the tray, um, Kaiju list finished. Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> until until list. legitimate night comes out and then 
Then you got that. Until, yeah, until, nah, I might not take the night. Ah, uh, depends. Yeah, but you're going to buy one. You know it. You oh, know it. God, I know it. The Lancer. Oh, yeah. God. If it's as posable as a resin. It's got to oh, be. It can't yeah. be less. Oh, with plastic sometimes because they have to build the gates inside the plastic. So sometimes you can't. But you could just cut the gates inside. Yes. So you could That's the thing. The yeah. Because they've done that but, before in big models where, yeah, they give you a gate or they give yeah. you, oh, here's a fixed position. But you snip it. You can mo- rotate exactly. it. Exactly. Like the knees with the knights. But, um, yeah. All right. That was, yeah. that was it. <laughs> Long was and fun. roundabout way. It's uh had a word today, but otherwise been getting back to painting. I'm working on the Inquisitors for Shatterpoint. Um hopefully they'll be done. My goal is tomorrow. My forty K one part of the Leviathan box is about done. Then I have another path, so I got plenty more to go through, but that'll be for uh another day. So goal tonight, like we said, we're gonna try to get through the rest that we have of demons. So we have Nurgle up first because we're just doing it in the order from the index. So um, like I said, we are currently recording this on July 10th. What we are going to say is accurate currently as of July 10th. Um, all of this, I, I mean, when we taught, they put out an FAQ the day of the last time that we taught. So something could change. Hopefully nothing will be too different. But points, abilities, all of that is current as of the moment. So we're going to start with Nurgle. We're going to go Selesh. And then we're going to go through the unaligned. That's the overall goal. Um, after we're done this, we'll see where we go next. Like I said, we are planning to do a battle report, hopefully like tomorrow. Um, you guys will see it some later point, but hopefully tomorrow. Uh, I think he's think Dan's doing corn, I'm doing zinch, and then we'll see from there what we want to do. But <laughs> Yep, but yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do some uh Sunash stuff after that. It makes sense to or we can do against other factions as well. But if we're talking about yeah. them, it makes sense to actually test them out as well. All right, so I said plan is to start with Nurgle. And let me just adjust this, my screen a little bit. There we go. And for Nurgle, it starts with Rodigus. Now, yeah. did you want to start with him or no? Yeah, I'll start with him. Okay. I, was, I was telling uh, Dave before we started the podcast that this was actually an army I wanted to start, just you pure did. Nurgle. I had pure corn. Uh, and the only reason I started pure corn was because I someone gave me an amazing deal on 120 blood letters and like 15 blood crushers. And I was like, well, I guess I'm doing corn. But Nurgle was actually going to be one of my first uh, demon armies um, because I love the... Uh, the Glockin. Glotkin, that's what it is. Glotkin, also, I love the uh, just the great unclean one. It's such a stupidly cool model. You know, you know, you're but allowed anyway. to get like some chocolate in your peanut butter kind of thing. You're allowed to intermix here. Well, yes, but I still have a couple corn models to paint. I like to finish an army before I like with custodians. I had like 600 models so at that point. I was like, well, I could start something else now. I, I still have a couple demons to paint before I could say, all right, I want to start a new army. I don't understand this idea of finishing a project before you start another one. <laughs> That every that every person right listening is just like, what the hell is he talking about? What is this finish? I oh my god! Though I will say, I think the oldest box, unbuilt box, I have in my house is less than a year old. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, the only thing, I mean, I'll be honest, I can actually list what I have on my desk. Oh, uh, yeah, have, no, yeah, I have, you, you, your stuff, I'm sure is done. I know. Yeah, for most I have of us, the. Not. So I have for custodians, I have the ten heteron and the Aries. Uh, I have, and for demons, I have six of the Theradons. That's from the Age of Sigmar guys mm-hmm. that I'm using as brutes. Um, a Forge World Bloodthirster that they don't produce anymore, 
and the printed Diablo that I'm using as basically my version of a knight. Um, and then three Mechanicum HQs. Oh, yeah, I have 30 corn dogs. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm not even going to try to go through a bunch. That's all I'm going to say. A bunch. Oh, my God. I forgot but, about 30 corn dogs. Anyway, so right. Rodigus. Speaking of Rodigus. overproduced models, although yeah. I like him, but he's definitely Actually, no, I was going to say he's overproduced, but so like the chains on Bellacor are like, eh, but this is more when it's like, okay, it matches the model. If that makes any sense. It, everything has a function to it and it yeah. fits overall like the um the face that's poking out underneath his left arm exactly like that's what it, i was just it's over mention. the top but it's fitting so i'm okay with it's that. fitting exactly so rodigus uh rodigus i think comes in at oh that's right it's off but Two, he's not the, 285 so he's the cheapest he, is he the che- no, no no cheapest named i think cheapest named he's like, he was like tied for price wise no, no, the na- named ones we didn't check. Give me a second. Yeah, Scarbrand, I, I, I know is Scarbrand, I know is expensive. Fate Weaver's the, the same price at two eighty five. Oh, two eighty five. Oh, yeah, they're okay. both two eighty five. So movement seven. Uh, so he's, I think, the slowest. T uh, twelve. He's Nurgle. He's going to be the slowest. T twelve. So he is the toughest. Uh, that's basically knight toughness at that point. He's got a five up. Who, who cares about the save? He's got a four up invulnerable save. Mm. Uh, he's got twenty two wounds, which I so every that's named character. Exactly. Every named character has more wounds than their normal named one. So he's got essentially the most. Leadership six, OC five. I'm surprised about the OC. I would have thought his fat ass would get more. Anyway. Um, I think that's more of a balanced thing. I don't think they yeah. wanted any of the big boys to be much more than like a five because that's like a it's a an MSU squad you can be the same as or maybe above. But if they're yeah. bringing extra Marines, you're not going to beat them. So Rodigus, uh, he's also deadly demise D6, which is great. So he's got a psychic power uh, at the start of the fight phase. You can select one enemy unit within 18 inches and visible to this model until the end of the phase. Each time an attack made by a Nurgle Legion Demonica model is allocated to a model in that unit. Add one to the damage characteristic of that attack. Remember, that also affects him, by the way. Yes. He is, he, a he is within 18 of himself, and he is friendly himself. to himself. Exactly. There's the same. If any time it has any of these greater demons have an aura, and it usually affects their specific god, Demonica, it's going to affect them. Yeah. Then you have the Deluge of Nurgle and Aura. While enemy units within six inches of this model have to move and objective control characteristics to model in that unit. Ooh, this is why he doesn't is... need more than five. Yeah. Because he's going to half your number. It's easier for him to hold it. And the move is sexy as well. That, that's yeah. that's nasty. Having it is, it is actually really, really big. Although, here, wait, character somehow. So here's a fun fact. I'm reading okay. it one more time, and I'm making sure I'm right, and I am. When an enemy unit is within six inches, all you got to tag is one yes. tiny little millimeter of the base of that unit, and that entire unit is now OC halved and move halved. Yes. Nice. Uh, is OC halved rounding up or down? I, I could be wrong on this, but isn't everything in 40K round up? I don't know. Everything, as far as I, I know, think it's has round always up. been round up. 40k is always been it's a roundup round game, yeah. so I'm sure yeah. I would I would 100% assume it's a roundup. Okay, just wanted to check, but yeah, yeah. no, that's really Everything cool. You just have to you have to just you know nasty touch someone. Right. Range weapons 12 inches. That's very in line with everyone else, except you know the zinch, of course. So stream of brackish filth. It's a devastating wounds. Hello, yep. ignores cover and torrents when auto hits. Uh, 2d6 attack. Yeah, 2d6 attacks. Strength seven, AP two, one damage. Okay, I like it. 
it's, it's, it's a flavor of devastating wounds. Yeah, it's red seven AP. That AP two is nice. AP two is, is really good this edition. Yes. Uh, then he's got his 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 stick, if you will, the gnarl rod. Um, you can strike it or sweep it. If you strike it, it's seven attacks. You're hitting on twos. It's strength eight, AP three, three damage. Not a bad weapon, actually. Three damage could be four if you bless himself, or yeah, fourteen attacks. Uh, yeah, depending on what he's attacking. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. psychic, yeah, the psychic win. Uh, or fourteen attacks, strength seven, AP one, one damage or damage two. Oh, okay, so he's not okay. So he's not as melee as the corn, not as psychic no. as the zinge, but he's fat. He's tough, and God, that aura is so good. <laughs> yeah, the, the extra damage. I mean. Lowering them is very useful, of course. That's good. Like, essentially for him, it lets him cap what he wants. But Violent Blessing, being able to pick the unit that you really need to take out is going to do a lot of good. Because as we're going to see as we go through this, you're going to have a lot of one damage, maybe two damage weapons. A lot of models have two wounds or three. You're going to now, instead of be plinking a wound off someone, you're actually taking full models out. And yeah. like I said, you can choose the target that you need because it also, um, it's any time you make an attack. So it's going to work in both some of the range you have. You don't have tons and tons of range. No, no it's only in the melee. fight phase. Only oh, in the fight phase. Oh, my apologies. It's only in the fight yep, phase. Start You're the right. Fight phase. Uh, okay. I got you. I got you. Um, uh, that's probably good that you wait till then to at least pick it. But these guys are more melee focused anyway. So there's not going to be much shooting. So you're not really losing much from it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's, man, thank God he can't take the enhancement. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, the grand and clean one's going to be able to take the enhancement, but thank God he can't take the four up feel no pain enhancement. Yeah, no, the grand and clean one, you take it on him. Yeah, absolutely. But Jesus. Yeah, yeah he is his points cost plus 30 because you <laughs> yeah. absolutely need that on him. Um, right. I, I do like this guy. He's going to do things very different than the great unclean one. So I think they both have a spot in the list. Once we talk about the great and clean one, we can discuss... If yeah, we were running one, like which one we run, because it, it's easy to say you just run both. Like that's uninteresting, <laughs> though. I was thinking of a stupid meme. Uh, I think it was from Dorlix, but por qué no lo dos? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why both? not both? <laughs> uh, all right. So speaking of Gray and Cleveland, he's five points cheaper. He's two eighty, so they are very, very comparable. Move seven as well. He's also toughness twelve. He has his four up invul. twenty wounds, so he's two less wounds, but that's still a lot of wounds. Leadership five five. Um, uh, OC. Um, we didn't say this before, but obviously everything in Demons is Deep Strike. Everything in Demons has their faction rules, so we don't need to say any of that. Uh, he has his own aura. His aura is that when a friendly Nurgle unit is within six inches, they get Feel No Pain six up. So he hands out Feel No Pain. And he also has his own psychic ability called Nurgle's Rot. At the end of your movement phase, you select an enemy unit that's within 12 inches of this model till the start of the next movement phase, subtract one from their toughness. So, yeah, obviously, if you have the points to take both, you know, it's until your next movement phase. So I'll lower your toughness by one and Rodigus will target you in close combat to up my damage by one, really cutting through them. But uh, that's that deceptively good, too. That's um, exceptionally good. In this edition, because yeah. um, you figure even in that, you might not be targeting, depending on where he is. You're not necessarily worried about targeting, say, your Marines or something like that. But you could target, say, one of those bigger, chunkier, say, vehicles or heavier units that you're looking at fives on or maybe fours. Get that little bit better. You're really exactly. going to be able to start piling in. Um, so far from what we've seen to me, that's one of the uh, – until we get to Soul Grinders or something like that. 
a lot of these units are going to be struggling against very tough items, very tough units, because you're not getting outside of some corn things, you're not getting a lot of stuff at like strength tens and above. So lowering yeah. there could really make that big difference. Um, for range weapons, uh, for this, yep, okay, just checking this thing. He has a plague, uh, he's plague fail in range at six inches, d6 plus one, hits on three, strength seven, AP minus two, two damage. And he has putrid vomit, which ignores cover his torrent, hits uh, 12 <laughs> inches in this case, uh, d6 plus three, again, um, hits on twos. I don't know why they bother putting there because it's torrent. Um, Strength five, AP minus two, one damage. So he actually does have some some range with oh, damage two. Oh, it's our AP two. minus two. Yes, and one of them That's is two damage, cool. which is actually quite yeah. good. Yeah. Mm. Um, for melee weapons, so he comes equipped with where is it? Ba, ba, ba. He comes I equipped with plague flail. Plague flail. Yep. Yep. And bile sword. So his bile sword. This is the one where you can swap back and forth. It's strike or sweep. Lethal hits on any of it. It's 6 or 12 attacks, all on 2s, strength 8 or strength 6 if you want more attacks, AP minus 2 or AP minus 1 if you want more attacks, D6 damage for the big hit, or 1 damage for the small hit. Um, it could, so, the sweep is kind of a bad profile, but if you had Rodigus getting it to damage 2, much, much better, otherwise I kind of like the other one. He also has the Bioblade, it's extra attacks, lethal hits. Um, three attacks, it's on two, strength six, AP minus two, two damage. So, again, he's a melee monster. Makes sense for what he is. His other option, he can remove that bile sword, so his big weapon, and put the Dooms, uh, Doomsday Bell in. Doomsday Bell is lethal hits as well. Six attacks on two, strength seven, AP minus one, two damage. So you're losing um, viability of big, powerful swings. The trade-off, or p more powerful swings, I say, because it's eight versus seven, but more and more damage. But the trade-off is that um, each time a model is destroyed by the weapon, so that Doomsday Bell, you can select one friendly Plague Bears unit within 12 and bring one model back. Lol. Yeah, so if you want him to be, if you have Plague Bears close to him, if that's the way you want to run it, he rushes in, starts cutting down some models, you get it. Um... I think that's cool and fun. I don't know how viable that is. Because you're on six attacks. Your strength seven is going to wound reliably. See, oh, but AP oh, minus one. <laughs> you just take Rodicus and three great unclean ones. I don't see the problem. And you mix and match uh, I like their variety weapons. in my lists. That's the problem. <laughs> What's ironic is because they're so goddamn cheap, they're cheaper than my Bloodthirster. So now I have even more room to play around. Yes. Yeah, they, are, like they actually are almost a hundred points. Let me see. Yeah. That's fifty. Uh, so that actually, that's twenty, 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 thirty, and then yeah. So twenty, 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 thirty. That's ninety. About ninety points cheaper. Ah, nice. Um, <laughs> overall, and remember, so this is the guy that could take the upgrade to give himself a four up. Feel yeah. no pain, or no, sorry, it's five up and then four up if you're in your shadow. Yes. Um, that makes him an absolute tank in every way. I yeah. don't know if I replace with the Doomsday Bell. I like it overall, but I just, I don't know if I want to bank on removing his potential like D6 damages and things like that to maybe get a couple Plague Bearers across the game. 
Yeah. I, to me, the problem is that AP minus one. That that's because I'm I'm not throwing this guy. Maybe maybe with what he has, maybe you're throwing him at lighter things. But I want to be able to throw him at something a little bit more, so I want to be able to get into it. You know what's funny now? Because I, I play the demon, so I know kind of ahead of... Let's say someone passes out AoE stealth, right? Yeah. For minus one to hit. Now you start you start entering like ungodly, because now he's minus one to hit. Maybe a five up or a four, feel no pain. Toughness 12. Yeah. Ugh. You you can make it where he's really not going down. Um, and Or if your opponent literally fires everything constantly at it to do that, hey, you're doing well then because all the rest of your units get to play. Um, you're definitely paying the price for his survivability, not necessarily his output if you switch to the Doomsday Bell, but I do think either option could be interesting. Yeah. Um, if you only take one, which one do you take? Okay. I would take the great unclean one because okay. I like taking big beasts. But if I'm playing a more balanced non gatekeeper, what did, no, not gatekeeper is not what you called it. What did you call it? Uh, I, niche least? No. What did you call my list? I'm trying to remember. Oh, uh, my God. No, I, I mean, you called it ni- niche? It, it, no, it's no. niche or uh, gatekeeper isn't necessarily a bad idea because it, it's, you know, whether or not you can deal with it yeah. is sort of a very big determining so, factor. Because I love playing Kaiju list, I would take the great and clean one because he's less buff, more kind of damage. Yeah. But if I was playing a normal demon list, absolutely 100% Rodigus. Just for the sheer fact that he can buff the damage of the Nurgle units I'm taking, maybe the beasts. Um, what's funny, I think he can even buff the stupid demon prince because does the demon prince get... Nurgle Legion Demonica when he becomes Nurgle. Oh, give me a second. One fifteen. I, I think. I see. You should check. I believe that. Yeah, is he true. gets. He, if this model has the corn keyword, not two to this. Oh, wait. Yeah, because you have to select it. All yes. right, that makes sense. So you either get corns inch Nurgle or Slanesh. Okay, yes. so yeah. So you could buff the damage of the Demon Prince. The Demon Prince does actually do damage. Like a scary amount of damage. Yes, the Demon Prince is actually quite good. Yeah, so yeah, no. It's cool stuff. Yeah. Um I probably I th- take Rodigus. I, I think I, I for for a variety list, I think I would take the same. Um the other one I think has potentially more survivability, especially can get the, the better feel and the pain and everything like that, and he can help others out. If I'm taking like a mass horde style list. If I really want to try to flood the board better, yep. I think I'd take the normal grid and clean one. Otherwise, I would take Rodigus as well. But, okay. All right. Let me pause this. All right. We're back after a brief pause. So Dan can bring his dog in. And now he can talk to us about Poxbringer. Poxbringer. He's not named, is he? No. Uh, no, he's not. Okay. Poxbringer. Normal character inventory dude he's basically moved five toughness five uh five up and one will save because he's got a seven up save dear god uh five wounds um leadership seven oc one he has feel no pain five up yep that's the first native feel no pain i've seen he's so a far, leader yes. he's the pox bringer so while this model is leading a unit each time a model in this unit makes an attack uh successful on modifier roll of five plus scores a critical hit I'm assuming critical hit means auto wound. 
No. Right? Critical hit just means you count as having rolled a six. Or or you have a critical hit. You need something like lethal hits to make that mean something more. Yeah. Cr- a critical hit just means as if it, the same idea is like if you had rolled a six. So it depends on the unit itself. The unit needs an ability that actually cares. All right. While an enemy unit is within six inches of this model, each time that unit makes a battle shock test, subtract one from the test. Is that cumulative with Shadows of the Warp? There is nothing about it that wouldn't be because it's a completely different named rule. And as far as I'm aware, there is nothing in the game currently that says you can't modify battle shock by more than one. You can't modify to hits by more than one net, but there's nothing about battle shocks. Oh, um, the, the reason he makes the girl gets plague bearers have lethal hits. So essentially makes, on five okay. ups, they get their auto to wounds. Got it. Got okay. it. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, and then he, oh, sorry. He's got a melee weapon. Yeah. It's he actually hits. comes with a weapon. Yeah. He, he does come with a weapon. Sorry, guys. He lethal hits, four attacks, threes to hit, five strength, AP two, two damage. So it's pretty much a power sword. Uh, but the lethal hits is nice. So if you roll six, it just kind of basically yeah. wounds. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's a he's a buff boy. I mean, I can't really say like I don't. It's gonna sound bad. I can't really say much about him. He's not like glowy and super attractive, but he works. I mean, no. uh, well, making him minus two leadership is really good if you're in the shadows of warp and near him. That's kind of gross. I, I, for for seven because he's seventy five points. I think he actually is a really good option when you're leading play bears. Because one, like I said, he's making your shadow warp much more effective. He's taking your sixes to be lethal hits to now making it for that unit fives. That means in this army where maybe we're going to struggle against some heavier things. Because um, plague swords used to always have a thing of essentially in, in certain previous editions where they would auto wound on a, on sixes and stuff like that. So ah, it's very fitting. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never played Nurgle Demons, so that was I was like, oh. Sweet, it's got yeah. The, um, the, the idea with they, against like vehicles and stuff like that, or, or or essentially they'd be poisoning you or rusting you out and all those sort of things. So that that was a common thing in certain editions. Oh, plague bearers do have it normally. Yeah. Okay, I just yeah, to they check naturally have it. Okay, well, okay. if they didn't naturally have it, critical hits wouldn't do them any good. So as soon as a character can do critical hits on something extra, that unit must do something good. This one does. All right, makes sense. Um, Again, if you are sticking to the mono part of the god and not necessarily bringing unaligned units or naturally unaligned units like soul grinders to start with and all, you're going to struggle against heavier things. Going from sixes to being lethal wounds to five ups is a huge upswing. You don't have tons of attacks, so getting one third of those that one third of them total, a good Just amount. Just a straight of those, auto wound. Yeah, yeah exactly. and essentially half of the ones that go through because you're normally hitting on threes, so. You know, two thirds of the time, one third of that. So, uh, I really like him honestly for the seventy-five. Yeah, he's at how many points? Seventy. Seventy-five. Oh yeah, sweet. Oh, seventy-five. Yeah. Oh, that's a good deal. Oh yeah, no, no, that's an excellent deal. Yeah, a- and if the rest of the unit goes down, he at least has a five up feel no pain. So he himself, as he is at a toughness five with five wounds, he has survivability to be able to finish off either what you need or or to try to maybe mm-hmm. outlast something. But no. I-, I really like him, and. It gives you a cheap option for leadership, especially if you're doing a mixture. If you're doing a mixture, you might not want to fit a great and clean one because maybe you just don't have enough points. This guy yeah. with uh, some, uh, uh, you know, plate bears could do you something. 
All right, but like I said, there's not too much more to say about him. There's the All next right. one that. Oh yeah, the next one is great. <laughs> yeah, the the scribe. Let me just make a note. No, no, no. You say the full name. Spoilpox Scrivener. <laughs> I like. There's a lot. Oh, okay. No, that's uh, that's some Nurgle symbols. At first, I thought it was like a whole bunch of stars that he has up high, but it was not that. <laughs> no. Um, I don't. I like his description. He's spiteful and pedantic. So they're auditing the tallies. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, sorry, I went a little too far on this guy. I'm not looking at his main thing. Here we go. So he is a move five. Um, we're going to notice for Nurgle, their whole thing is that they are higher toughness in general. So what you normally might think of as a four or maybe in a three, they're sitting on fives. Um, for this guy, 65 points. Um, seven up save, five wounds, six leadership. He grabs one objective. He is a leader. He is going to lead Plague Bearers. No surprise there. Um, keeping count while he's leading a unit. Melee hits equipped by the unit have sustained hits one ability. Um, so, just to make sure people are aware of how this will work then. So, if he's leading the unit that gets sustained hits one, Plague Bearers naturally have lethal hits. So, if you happen to roll a six, what you're going to want to do is count how many sixes you had. Because all of those now are auto wounds, but all those sixes stay in your pool because sustained mm-hmm. hits means that you got that one extra. So the easiest way is just count up your sixes and leave that off to the side. Keep all the dice that hit counting those sixes and then roll to wound. Uh, meet mm-hmm. your quota. While this model's leading unit, add one to the objective control characteristic of models in that unit. Plague bearers okay. are OC2. This puts them to OC3. And plague bearers Ew. obviously are a little bit tougher to shift than your natural battle line unit in the demons armies. So it really means that they can keep get an objective and keep it. And um, we talked before about their. Um, you might you might remember the name of it. I don't recall the name of it. Their stratagem that lets them drop down in three inches. Yep. If you're OC three with your unit and you're dropping down within three inches, if your opponent doesn't position right, you could have their objective instead because you only need a few models to start meeting the numbers that they might have. Um, this guy's great. Yeah, that's OC thirty. <laughs> yeah, even that, even if you can't get them all, if I can get like four, that's twelve. That's more than a typical unit, unless they're really meant to keep an objective for someone. Even if not, mm-hmm. maybe even if I tie, just so you don't have it. Um, for range weapons, he has a disgusting sneeze. It is a pistol, which is great. That means you can shoot it in close combat. Um, it's torrent, so it's auto going to hit as well. Six inch range. Uh, it's D six attacks. Uh, Strength three, damage one, but it's fun. It's just fun. The guy's 65 points. You're not taking him for that, exactly. although it's a nice to have. Uh, his melee weapon, he has a plague sword and distended maul. Um, it is up on his right shoulder. It has lethal hits as well. And again, he gives sustained hits. Uh, six attacks. He's weapons, he hits on threes. Strength five, AP minus one, one damage. You're not taking him to kill things. You're taking no. him because he's going to give you sustained hits. He's going to help you in an overall. Are you eating something? I was opening a wrapper. Because <laughs> you're eating something. To... Mute if you're doing that. It picks up everything. Um, and he's going to make sure you can actually grab that objective. So for this, I really like him. Um, of the two options we've seen, they play very differently. The Poxbringer you're taking to really help you deal out the damage. Because lethal hits is going to do you more than sustained hits one. 
Yep. Because you still need to wound, and having to roll the wounds a little bit tough. But this guy is for taking the objectives. The other guy is when you want to play barrier unit to actually cut into people. If mm -hmm. I was running a mixture, say I'm, I'm not doing mono god, he's the one I want because that unit's only goal is to score me points. Yep. Where in mono god, mono god, I probably actually, if I have more than one play barrier unit, I'm probably putting one of these guys, one of these guys attached to one, the other guy attached to the other. But I really like him. And he's a great-looking model, and he doesn't yeah, have a is, mouth except so for the mouth up top. Here's the weird part. He's very busy, but I, he's he's goofy, and I like the goofy. Yeah, I don't mind a busy model for those sort of effects because it's more fun, and mm -hmm. this one is more fun. Um, I just like how his main face doesn't have a mouth. It is the mouth up, up along his side. Yep. All right. All right. That makes that... Um, Epidemic. Epidemius. 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 Like, like is epidemic, he, so epidemic. Is he still? In, is he in plastic yet, or is he still fine cash Ooh. or metal? He's got this be, model is old. His it looks old. I'll say it looks old. I don't think he's got a new one. I'll look that up while I talk about him. But I'm gonna check. Yeah, this model is is old old. So, movement five, toughness five, five up invulnerable, eight wounds. So he is chunky. Yes. Uh, seven leadership, two OC. Uh, he's blessed by the play god. So while this model is leading the unit, the models in the unit have a four-up and vulnerable. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, well, so one better than normal. Yeah. It's not so big because no, you already have invul saves. Yeah, true, but still, going from a five-up to a four-up. Um, um, You're saving uh, 16, about 16.5% extra. Yeah. Tally of Pestilence. Keep a tally of how many models are destroyed by Nurgle Legion demonic models from your army during the battle. <clears throat> Enemy models. Okay. At the start of your command phase, if the tally is seven or more, you gain one CP and the tally is reset to zero. Yep. So is it every seven? Every or is it seven just... models that you kill, when you go yeah. into your command phase, you will get a CP and then it's a reset. You can't if you kill fourteen, you don't get extra. Oh, that's but what I'm thinking. Okay. So it's just seven. Okay. Yeah, because it does specifically say unfortunately seven or more. Okay, got it, got it. He's got oh wow, actually not a bad attack. Um, still lethal hits, D6 plus three attacks, so minimum four. <clears throat> Weapon skill three, strength five, AP two, two damage. So he does actually do damage in melee as well. Yeah, two damage. If I want you to hurt something, if you're not two damage, then I'm not really worried about the damage that you're dealing unless you got unbelievable amounts of uh, of attacks. Um, He is... Still sitting with the available to order, so my guess is that he is fine cast. I'm trying to see it right now. Um, at some point, they're probably gonna mention that. Yes, finally detailed resin cast kit. Yeah, he's fine cast. Oh lord, uh, that's a shame because he's also years. old, so he might be a bad fine cast kit. Um, so I because I've had fine cast before. It depends. I'm looking at him right now. Probably not. Only because. Junky. Yep, he's just one gigantic model. Usually, oh, the banner's going to be bent, hilariously. Um, but other than that, he's so small, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's tiny. So, I mean, he's, he's the tiny man, so he's, uh, he's there. Um, he's 85 points. Hmm. Uh, wait, does he... And he just he just leads play bears, right? I'm sure he does. Yeah, that's yeah. it. 
But he gives you a CP, and CP is so needed in this army. Well, it's needed in every army. Let's be honest. Every army wants CP. True. Um, if you're not running mono, he's, he's garbage. I wouldn't do it. Because you're do. not going to run enough to get to the sevens reliably. Mm-hmm. And the one extra in Invul save is a nice to have. If it said, listen. Not worthwhile. If it said Legion to Monica, not Nurgle Legion to Monica. If it said Legion to Monica, well, yeah, okay, but now we're talking. It wouldn't be fitting, though. Nur- yeah. Nurgle doesn't care if someone else takes it down. It's all about him. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm running mono, I kind of like some of the other ones better. I like that idea. It, it, it seems useful, but I see, at least in God, many ways, Nurgle so as the surviving faction, not necessarily murdering. I think you will get turns where you get a bunch. But if you have certain turns where you don't and other turns where you have a lot of, of um, destruction, won't do as much for you. I don't know. There's so many heroes in Nurgle. Yes, and all the ones that are leader, as we've seen so far, most of them just lead play bears. So play bears are a good option. Don't get me wrong. They're very, very good. But I don't know if I want to be choking the field full of them. So he's he's probably, of the three we've talked about so far, he's sometimes ranked two and sometimes ranked number three for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll agree. Yeah, I, I don't know if I would take him that much. But that's all right. Other people think Because so. next guy is only play bears as well. Everyone wants to league play bears. They need something Except else. the last one. The last one doesn't. Oh, yeah. And the yeah, last one is... One of my favorites because that stupid nurgling. Uh, we'll talk about him later. Anyway, yes, the sloppity bile piper. <laughs> yep. All <laughs> so right. Um, so goddamn stupid. Yes, it, it <laughs> plays into the kind of fun nature that Nurgle can have because this guy has a hat on and he's playing a pair of bagpipes. I'm sure made of something horrible. Um, he's a move five. Surprise, surprise. Nurgle is slow. All their stuff is slow. Toughness five. He has his five up invul. He's Five wounds, leadership seven, one objective. Um, like I said, he leads play bears. He has jolly gut pipes. While he's leading a unit, add one to the move characteristic of the models in the unit, and you can reroll advanced rolls made for that unit. Pretty useful on the one that you want to try to score for you because you're going to be a little bit faster, and rerolling advance means that you're much more reliably in the probably about 10 to 11 inch movement range instead of the five plus the d3 so more of like the eights here ideally getting about three maybe even four more inches on average out of this guy which is is useful i'm just trying to look for his points there he's 55 so he's cheap um and he has disease of mirth it's an aura so the start of the fight phase every enemy unit not monsters or vehicles within six take battle shock um if you are stacking this with some of the other abilities that we've been talking about, like the extra minus one, the normal minus one for being in the shadow, you can really start doing a lot of mortal wounds to your opponents. Um, his weapon, he has the Meritor, um, lethal hits, four attacks, hits on three, strength five, you know, one damage, so be it, that's fine. You're not taking him for that weapon, you're taking him. The movement, nice, nice to have. That disease of mirth, if you're really trying to play into the fact that I'm lowering for your battle shock and you're in my shadow, I'm lowering your battle shock and I'm going to make you take a bunch of battle shock tests. This unit is going to be either because um, notice they don't have to be in combat, just have to be six inches. So either I'm charging my plague barrier into combat in the middle or I'm dropping them in close, getting them into the middle of the opponents. I'm going to stand there, let you take battle shock. Notice it doesn't say your fight phase, just the fight phase. So I won't charge that turn, battle shock some units, 
then maybe you charge me to deal with it. I battle shock that unit. Anyone else you didn't move away. Um, for 55 points, I like him. Yeah. I, I'm just running it out of... sucks. I'm you running out of units to put multiple, Plague Bearer. I know. It in. sucks you can't put multiple leaders in units. Although no, that can get none of them stupid. have lieutenant ability. Like Space Exactly. That kind of sucks. Because I could see this guy being a lieutenant. You know what I mean? This would absolutely yes. 100% be a lieutenant. I mean, his points, costs, and abilities fit lieutenant-style things. They really do. And like I said, the problem is, unless I'm taking... So we've now went through one, two, three, four. Four different Plague Bearer leaders. If I want to take a bunch of these guys, I'd take a bunch of Plague Bearers. I'm not saying that you're not going to do it, but you're kind of you're kind of defining your list exactly if you want a lot exactly. of these guys. So. I do like him. I do think he's good. I think especially if you want to lead into, um, was it the uh, Poxpring or whatever, the, the, lowering the numbers, I think that's what you do. And again, I think this one, this unit is being deep strike into the, as close to the enemy line as you can, ideally with that minus, um, that three inch part. And again, I'm not charging. That's not my goal. My goal is to sit there, get close, and start ruining your day. All right. We go from him to... Corticulus Slimix. Oh, my God. That is, a, that is a name. <laughs> I do. This model is so stupid fun, though. The, the, uh, there's something about Nurglings in the Nurgle range that are just absolutely... They, whoever does the models for Nurgle, just A-plus job, man. The, you, however you do these Nurglings, because they're, like, all over, right? Because they're having like, fun. That's exactly. what his Nurglings so look Nurgling like they're having fun. And you have the Nurgling that the Great and Clean one has, the one with the helmet and like his, he's like sassy, what is it called? Sassy Nurgling? Yeah, sassy Nurgling. <laughs> like, anyway. So Reticulous Slimix uh, leads uh, someone different. He leads Beast of Nurgle, but he is an epic hero, so you get one. Oh. <laughs> so he is a beast handler. While this model is in a unit, uh, you can reroll charge rolls made for that unit in addition, ones per battle. You can target that unit with heroic intervention strategy for zero CP and do it even though you may have used that strategy in the different unit this phase. That already is amazing, by the way. Yes. Uh, Exceptionally strong for this so army. I guess I think it's because people haven't played much 10th yet and are used to the heroic intervention from last edition. But holy hell is heroic intervention super powerful this edition. Six inches and you can roll 2d6 to charge is absolutely insane. And he can and, do it for free. And he lets you reroll. Yeah, and he lets you reroll. So it's like yeah. uh, just ridiculous. Um, seed the Garden of Nurgle. At the end of your movement phase, if this model is within an area terrain feature. Oh no, is he? Give me a second. Is he what? A beast. Oh, he's mounted. This mounted. All right, give me a second. Let me finish this and I'm going to check something. Okay. At the end of your movement phase, if the model is within an area terrain feature on, on, uh, until the end of the phase, that area terrain feature is also considered to be within your shadows of chaos. That's what I thought was going to happen. Um, yeah, he, he corrupts the stuff because he's a horticulturalist. Yeah. Can mounted go through walls or do they have to go around it? Ooh. That's where I was like, oh, no. All right, we're going to pause and take a look. All right, so we took a we took a brief pause there for a moment because we were trying to look up, can mounted go through walls of, say, like a ruin that you have? And currently, in, in going through the app, and that, mounted isn't listed. We also checked the Lilithan tournament campaign. It's not listed. So mounted isn't listed as a type. Specifically, it says for ruins, you know, infantry, beasts, fly, they're all fine. 
So he, he is an infantry beast can go through walls. Yes. Which is fine. And the unit he goes in is a beast as well. So I feel like this is an oversight and he should have beast as well. Or they haven't said something about mounted. I'd his, let him. His unit yeah, is. I'm not going to hold him back. Yeah, exactly. In the seat of the Garden Nurgle, if he, if he can't go through walls, it makes this like completely useless. Yeah, his ability would honestly be pretty bad otherwise. It's it's honestly like a lot of fun and pretty good as it is. You get rerolls. You can once per game zero CP that and though making an area piece of terrain, Shadow Chaos, means all of those stratagems that said when you're in chaos you get these bonuses or your enchantments, enhancements. When you're Shadow Chaos you get these things. The area terrain I'm sitting in now just has that. Yeah. He walked through the area terrain and um, the previous turn. Now I can deep strike into it even closer just because he went through it previously. It does mean you do have to mark it, though. So have some stuff to be able to mark all this for. Yeah. Um, he's got two melee weapons. Uh, he's got lop, loping, sh lopping shears. Lethal yeah, hits, lopping. four attacks, three, six, AP, two, three damage. Oh, that's actually. Okay, so that's actually a pretty damn good. With lethal weapon. hits, which is really nice. Yeah, and Acidic Maul, this is his snail, has devastating wounds, extra attacks, so you still can attack with this, which is great. Uh, two attacks at four, seven, AP, four, three damage. I mean, you're hitting it's on a fours. a big snail. Yeah, you're hitting on fours, but goddamn if you hit. Jesus. Yeah, that's it. You only, you only have two, and every now and then you're going to sneak that six in the wound, get the devastating wounds, and just put three mortals on someone. Yeah. He's 120 points. Not bad. 120 is what I would expect him to be, especially if he's leading Beast of Nurgle. Um, Beast of Nurgle, uh, we're going to see shortly. There's 75 points for one, 150 for two. Um, Beast of Nurgle, as we're going to see, have a rule that if they're not dead, they just heal back up. I really like this kind of Beast of Nurgle unit. Yeah. Um, Beast of Nurgle are a great countercharge unit. Um, Getting into the area terrain, making it shadow, knowing that it's shadow from then on out, doesn't matter what your opponent does. That means that's something extra your opponent has to worry about. Anytime they have to worry, you're in better shape. And his attacks are actually pretty good. You're not going to get necessarily tons out of it, but his attacks I like. So I really do like this guy. And I think especially if running Mono Nurgle, you're doing beasts. Even if you're not, I think you might throw in beasts. But if you're doing Mono Nurgle, you're going to have a unit of beasts. At least. it's only two. Beasts. When you see them, though, when their rule is if they're still alive, heal all wounds at the end of the f end of uh, the round or sorry the um, turn. That's why. Jeez. Yeah, um, they've had rules like that before. Wait, end? Of, it's not end of turn. It's end of each phase. Oh, sorry, end of phase. My apologies. Even better. Ew. <laughs> yes, it's really good. Shooting, charge, yeah, close combat. Oh, that's why you only get two of them, and soul. that's why they cost the amount that they do. We're gonna notice <laughs> they're not necessarily like chewing through everything, but they're really tough to get through. Jesus Christ! All right, let's scroll up. Sorry, we kind of skipped that. Yep. Plague bearers. All right, so plague bearers. Uh, I had their points. Where are they? There. Um, one forty-five for ten. So a little bit more expensive than the other pieces, but they're very good. Uh, move five, no surprise. Toughness five, no surprise. Five up in Vol save. There are two wounds, which is big because the basic battle line of all these other demons that we looked at are one wound. So these guys are tougher and have an extra wound. Leadership seven, two objectives. 
Um, they have infected outbreak. If you control an objective marker at the end of your command phase with this unit, it's a range of it. It's under your control, even if no models are within range, until your opponent takes it. So they sticky your objectives. Um, that is very big for a unit that has two wounds, has the extra toughness. Like I said, the, you lead it with the right unit, you can get objective secure three on them, so I can take it, maybe get something else to knock that enemy away. They're the only ones here, sticky it, start walking away. Um, you can take the icon or the instrument for better leadership, extra charges, and your basic weapon, Plague Sword. It's two attacks, hits on threes, strength four, AP minus one, one damage, but it does have lethal hits. Um, so you're not getting tons of attacks in a full squad of 10. You're getting 20 attacks on these guys. If you're leading with the right unit, it could be lethal hits on fives and sixes, or maybe it's sustained hits, so you're getting a little extra. So... so these guys aren't getting necessarily tons of damage in. Being AP minus one on one damage with lethal hits is still nice though, because at least I can go against something heavy and I don't have to worry as much about the two wounds. Yeah. I'll still sneak a few in. On 20, I'll still get a couple in there. Um, I mean, these guys, you know, these guys are great. Nurgle's job is to stick around and these guys can absolutely stick around. Yeah. You know, they have Terminator level toughness. You oh know, my god, and they become OC3 if you put the guy up. Yeah. That's 30 OC on it. Screw you. Yeah. <laughs> and and if, so great. if other pieces of my force take you down, I can... Oh, I've grabbed the objective. It's the end of my command phase. And what's nice, end of my command phase, now I can leave. I can walk away. And it's still mine. So, these guys are honestly great. If you are running mono, I think... I haven't built them on a list for it. I'd be taking probably two to maybe three units, taking some of those characters in there to really make the unit shine for different purposes. If I'm running mixed, I'm probably still taking at least a unit to hit my back objective, make it mine without spending that CP, march them forward to go sit on another objective somewhere else. Um, not much else to say. These guys are really good. And you're no, they're, just, they're a solid good unit. And they uh, oh. and they fit depending on, like I said, what you want. You put the different character in, you're really going to change up what they do. All right. So you are on to Nurglings. Oh, boy. Fall from Grace, I think. All right, let's see. Uh, all Move Swarms five. got this, though. This happened yeah. to every Swarm. The OC Zero? Yep. Well, because, I mean, listen, I'll be honest. It needs to happen. This well fucking deserved. I'm sorry. I hated no, people who to took like it was people I knew people who took min units of these and just stuck them on. Oh, anyway, move five, toughness three, six up and vulnerable, four wounds, leadership eight, zero OC. They are mischief makers. Oh, that okay is cool. Uh, while enemy units, excluding monsters and vehicles, are within six inches of this unit, each time a model in that unit makes a melee attack, subtract one from the hit roll. Okay, that's okay. They're infiltrators as well. And they are info. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yep, they are infiltrators. Uh, they get four attacks with lethal hits, five up to hit, strength two, damage one. That, nothing. Uh, You're looking for lethal hits. You're going to get some auto yeah. hits, and nothing else is going to matter. Are they 20 points? Because they're not 20 to 30 points. I'm not taking them. Three bases are here. 40. It's 40 for so, every three bases, which is cheap. That is cheap, then. Um, the problem yeah. is the toughness three with the four wounds is. That's okay. I mean, for forty you, points, you know, I might still take one. You know what you use them one. for? You know what you use them? You know what you use them for? What? You use them for um, uh, secondaries. Oh no! I drew the. I have to put teleport homers on the corners 
well, here are these Nurglings that all of a sudden deep strike into the corner. Yeah. For 40 points. These are these are secondary. These these are not relegated to dealing with their secondaries. Secondary screeners. It's a pretty cheap screener. These are pretty it sizable is. bases. Um, as an infiltrator, if I'm worried about what my opponent can do because of their ability to like charge or rush turn one, I'm going to infiltrate these guys right in the way. Um, now you either have to shoot them down, which is annoying for you because that's not what you want to spend your shots into, or you're going to have to take them out in the charge first. Um, yeah. They serve a very different purpose. I think they do serve a purpose, and they're cheap. So o overall, that's fine. Again, if you're running mono, the big thing with demons is if you're running mono, you don't have tons and tons of choices, so you probably are taking them anyway. If I'm running a mixture, this is sort of the first swarm we've seen, so still not a bad option if you want something to help screen for a little bit. Or if you just happen to have points left over, I've built lists where I have 40, 50 points left over. I don't know what to do with it. I can throw in some Nurglings. Maybe they'll do me something cool. And the minus one hit is useful. You know, uh, it's like I said, six inches. Just keep them near the thing that you want to protect. But anything else for, for those guys? No. no. Kind of easy to go through, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when we do some... When we play some games with this stuff in list build, that'll yeah. do a little bit with it as well. I really think so. I honestly, if you're list building with Nurgle, and I'll take Nurgle, I would take two units of these. I have points. Take two units of these, mm -hmm. and they are literally my set. Oh, I pulled cleanse. They're going to deep strike an objective and uncleanse it. Oh, I pulled engage at all fronts. Boom. These are my engage at all fronts. Yeah. These are my, these are absolutely my tactical secondary objective creators. And what are you going to do? Shoot them? They're 40 points. Who cares? They died. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no, they're battle shock. Too bad they're already OC zero. I don't care. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna potentially force your opponent to engage or do something with them. Exactly. And if you're worried about my, if you have to do something about my forty point unit, then I'm currently winning that particular battle. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, let's talk about these beasts and Urgle. Um, the shame so is that they're mono pose. That is the only thing I don't like about these models. Yeah. Well, they're old too, aren't they? Uh, not really. They oh, came no, out newer? with um, yeah, they're newer. They came out when uh, uh, when did that stupid plague tree come out? Like two years ago? Well, two years isn't new, but newer, newer than what they were. Yeah. Yes. No, these guys are new. They look awesome, but I think there's only like two. Mo Actually, I think it's only one model per. Hold on, Games Workshop. All right. So you take a look while I'll talk about this. So they're move six. They are toughness nine. So they're one of the toughest things that they're one of the toughest things we've seen outside of a greater demon. Uh, they have a five of invul, seven wounds, seven leadership, and their objective two, which is actually pretty big. I mean, they're only one or two models, but that's actually oh, pretty good. They have deadly demise one and grotesque regeneration. At the end of every phase, if the model is lost wounds, but it's not destroyed, regain all your wounds. You have to chew through seven wounds at toughness nine. Otherwise, you've done no good. Um, for their putrid appendages, their melee weapon, uh, six attacks, hit on fours. It is devastating wounds, hits on four, strength six, AP minus one, two damage. <laughs> um, you're not taking the, again, Nurgle, in a lot of ways, the goal isn't destruction. The goal is survive and win and whittle. This yeah. is a unit that's very good at whittling because if your opponent can't do a lot of wounds, so, you know, you don't want to go into the things that do like flat, you know, or, or D6 plus two damage. Like, no. But if you're going to something lighter, they're going to really struggle to take down any of them. 
and devastating wounds, I'm going to get some through. I'm going to start mortal wounding out some of your people there. So real quick, I yeah. said there's two there's two models for it. The one is the, the one you see in the card, and then check mm-hmm. your Discord real quick. Right. That's the it's horrifying, absolutely horrifying. Why is it horrifying? Because it looks bad. Look at the face. No, Ooh. no, horrifying in a good. Yeah. Ooh, that's. I that is hard. I don't <laughs> know how to describe it. It's it's kind of like it's having fun. That's a lot of uh, a lot of teeth on that tongue, and one of his organs looks hor- like a steak. It's horrifying. The leakage on the bottom, yeah. bottom right hand side. You know, this is a horrifying. I love it. Absolutely horrifying. It reminds me of um. I won't be able to think of the movie where it's like a skeleton with eyeballs and stuff like that. It's on like posters and all. I've seen stuff like that before. That's kind of what it looks like to me. But um, if you're, I mean, a unit of these guys with um, Horticulus going, grabbing the terrain, infecting terrain, having a very hard time of removing them, I think is actually really cool. I think they oh, yeah. can do you a lot of good. And again, deep strike. I can deep strike into the into the terrain with him. Um, not that turn, but the following turn, grab it up, start moving through. I, I think you have a lot of options here you can do with these guys. And seven wounds of toughness nine is a thing. You know, that that can be very tough to chew through depending on what you stick them into. But it's good they don't let you take giant units of those. That would be way too much. All right, you, sir, on to uh, the plague, plague drones. drones. Another another model that really interested me and started Nur- in uh, Nurgle, by the way. Yep. I actually love the way these guys I look. I these guys. They're really cool. I will say they are fucking pain in the ass to put like near each other. Like when I'm playing with my bloodthirsters, their wings get in the way all the time. I can only imagine what these guys are like. I've, I've you seen... play Conquest, sir. There's no room to speak True. about the difficulty you know of these models. You know what? You point... Taken. Yep. <laughs> so plague drones, ten inch move. Uh, they're slower than normal wing dudes. I love it. That's fast as hell eight, for this though. army, though. I know, but toughness eight. Ew, Jesus Christ! Talk about a cavalry thickness. Um, five up invulnerable save. Five wounds. Oh, that's so good. Okay, really quick. Slight side note: five wounds is absolutely amazing. With two damage and three damage being so prevalent. In some armies, two damage means you still need three of them to take him down. Three damage is not enough. Four damage is not enough. And if you have D6 plus one, you still need to roll a uh, four on it. It's still 50-50. Five wounds is such an annoying number. And the only reason I know this is because back last edition, Custodes Bikes used to have five wounds. Mm. And it's such an annoying number to hit. Anyway, moving on. I just wanted to point out how annoying seeing that brings either a salty smile or a happy smile to my face. Um, leadership seven, two OC, which is good. Uh, death's heads, right? Death's yeah. heads, yes. In the shooting phase, after this unit has shot, select one enemy unit hit by one or more of those attacks until the end of the turn. Each time a friendly Nurgle unit uh, makes an attack, that target can reroll the wound roll. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my that god. That was a very unpleasant sound. <laughs> Just like Nurgle. Um Okay, that's fitting. <laughs> I had it in the I had it in the tank. Um 
Oh my God, reroll wounds? And wait, is it just melee or is it uh, one or more attacks? In, the in your the shooting turn. phase. Until the end of the turn. So you hit him in the shooting phase and it's until in the phase, end of the turn. Until the end of the turn. That is disgusting. Oh, I swear pun not intended. That is disgusting. I don't believe you. That wasn't intended. That is disgusting. Whatever. Um, yeah, that's that's nuts. Shoot them first, and then you just have to hit, right? Yeah, it's just a hit. Now, they're D3 attacks each at 12-inch range, and you're hitting on fours, so you might not get any hits through, but you just got to get one. You just got to get one. Who cares? And blast is- for that weapon, so you might get a couple extra dice that you're rolling. And it is lethal hit, so you will probably roll some sixes. Yeah, no, that's that already. Okay, so I don't care about their melee weapons right now. That already, that ability itself already makes me want to take them. The ability to reroll wounds on either the plague, the plague bearers, I don't care about the beast and Nurgle, plague bearers or the great and clean one is just disgusting. That that's that's great. All right. Um, melee weapons, that foul mouth parts. I guess that's the fly. Yes. So it's extra attacks, lethal hits, two attacks on fours, strength five, AP one, two damage, normal, yeah, normal mount attacks, and then a plague sword, uh, lethal hits, uh, two attacks, three, four, negative one, one damage. Wait, is that the same as the plague bearers, right? Yeah. Uh, It's a plague bearer that rides the thing. So it's the plague bearer wielding it. Got it. Perfect. Yeah, no, absolutely take either two. I would take two units of this minimum. If I'm playing mono Nurgle, they are three models for 120 or six yeah. models for 240. A thousand percent take two of them. At, do I take six? No, no. They're two ungainly at six. I would take two units of three. If I'm taking Abs- two units, I'm probably taking two threes because I'm yeah. taking them. A lo- I'm taking them for two reasons. One, they're one of the fastest things I have. So they can <laughs> go and, and get to objective locations or spots that I want to be. And two, um, that gives me two targets for a death set. So have them shoot at two different things. Yep. Do units have to shoot at the same thing, or can I split the shots? You can split shots. But notice, um, you select one enemy unit that was hit. Got it. Okay, I was just... I was but if you have two units, thing. then you can have two different targets go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I think that's it. Oh, no, we get one more. Yeah, Sorry. we get one more thing. Do, do we take a fortification is the question. Usually, no. <laughs> usually, no. Let's see. Exactly. Um, I mean, we'll ta- I'll, I'll talk about it, but usually the answer is no. Let me just mark what time we're at for this. Okay. So, this is the feculent normal. Yep. Um, it doesn't move. It does have infiltrators, so at least this one, we know what to do with it. Um, toughness nine, it's a uh, four up save, nine wounds, leadership seven, it grabs no objectives. Um, has Shroud of Flies, while friendly Nurgle units, uh, demon units, of course, more than six inches. Um, they have stealth, that is uh, quite useful. And disease cover, each time a range attack is allocated to a model, if it's not fully visible because part of it's covered by this, you count as having cover. And the rest is just the idea, it being a fortification. Um, so they, they talk about essentially what it means for that. Um, how many points is this thing? Is it cheap? hundred points. No, no, <laughs> still no. Um, no, I wouldn't take it in a mixture ever in a mono. I wouldn't for, take it. I wouldn't know for in a mono. Again, my goal isn't always to be like the most competitive is the most competitive. No, but that's, uh, that's boring. 
I still think it's a hundred points of a waste because it's six. Eight. Listen, if this was a twelve inch or now we're talking. Now uh, we're like, oh, okay, six inch. A six inch aura though can be a little bit further than you think because you could also get both stealth and cover from this thing. So I'm not saying it's always the best decision, but for a hundred points, if you decide you own this and you painted it and you want to take it, I fully understand. I said the okay. Necron one at like two something. No, you crazy if you're taking that stuff. But this one for a hundred points, I can see uses. I can see it being a little bit in front of your deployment zone because your stuff is slow. So it's not going to get away from it very fast. And six inch or means you could get three, four units easily within that give them stealth you don't have a lot of shooting in your mono list and you're slow you need every bonus you can get to get there um it do if i need something else is it the first thing i cut probably but if you own this and you want it in there i can see it again if you're trying to be ultra competitive no but ultra competitive is boring Boring, but also I would, I don't know, 100 points. To me, that's two Nurgling squads. Yeah, but they're serving a different two purpose. Boys. Those Nurgling squads will be maybe grab me some objectives, stuff like that. This thing is just making sure the rest of my army survives better. Because realistically, with Nurgle, if you position this thing right, you're going to have multiple units within for most of the game because of how slow or trying to grab the objectives or the right points. Um, usually, a center objective is usually pretty well to 14 or so inches from your field objective so if you put this right in the middle if you push forward a little bit from your objective and through to their objective that you can have this bubble the whole way that could be several turns of stealth so again not saying it's great but i don't mind it i don't i don't hate it like i do some of the other fortifications i really don't all right, that ends Nurgle. So why don't we... Any quick thoughts on Nurgle before we move on? No. Very straightforward. Right. These have been very good and straightforward, which, yes. again, I like. Yeah. I really like how they did the demons. Easier. I really like how they did the demons this edition. I like how they did last edition, too. All right. All Who's right. next? You oh, yes. Shalaxi. All right. I do love this model, sadly. I don't know what. Why are you about sad that it? you I like a model? No, so okay, because it, it is. I said I don't like gaudy and ornate, but I kind of like this. Also, there's a reason why. Wait, is it Shalaxi that has the cape, or is it the normal keeper that has the cape? Why do you ask questions that I don't know the answers to? I'll tell my head I'm not sure. Oh, Shalaxi doesn't. Oh, you know, so I'm okay. looking at it now. So she has like a, a cape, but not the cape that I'm liking. Keeper Secrets is what I'm thinking. So when I talk okay. about Keeper Secrets, there's a reason why. I, well, I'll talk. You know Diablo? You, you've seen like Diablo I, I trailer, do know. Right? I do know the Diablos. The Diablos. Have you seen the trailer with Lilith when she like of spawns? Course. And Everyone watched. She has that. like the flesh. So the reason I love the Keeper Secrets, it's not Shalax, it's Keeper Secrets, yeah. is because it, that cloak that she it. It, has, it is appropriate. It the, the cloak that it has. Um, I saw someone paint it like the like the veiny blood clay that Lilith has in the trailer, and it was it was it was beautiful. <laughs> it was hard to say how beautiful it is. Um, but anyway, sorry, that's enough. Uh, that's keeper secrets. That's later. So Shalaxi, Mister Miss It Shalaxi is move fourteen, so it is. 
It's a fast boy. That's faster than the bloodthirster. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, spoiler it's, it's, alert. is fast. That's the yeah. whole. That's the whole shtick. Um, toughness ten, so it is the weakest though. You got a four. That's also true. Always for yeah. their stuff. Twenty wounds, so it's the same as uh, Scarbrand named. Leadership six, OC five, so that's all the same. Belly demise D six. It does have deep strike as per normal, so we're gonna ignore. It. Feel no pain five up. That's pretty neat. I hope so. It a does lot. have a. Yeah, that's a pretty neat. Not that a native feel no pain too. So that automatically is already like hmm, bringing this one. Uh, so it has the cloak of constri- how to say construction. Constriction. Constriction. At the start of the fight phase, select one enemy unit with an engagement range of the model until the end of the phase. Subtract one from the attacks characteristics of melee weapons equipped from that unit. Okay. Doesn't work against Trajan, but works against everyone else. I like that. Definitely if you have like a three or four. Uh, does it add up? Five berserkers have what? They have six attacks each. So that's other minus five. Atta- no, it, that is quite bit. You're it's, looking it's at good. that in terms of survivability. Removing yeah. one from the characteristic of everyone in there really adds to your survivability. I'm thinking like, you know, okay, who are your main main melee monsters? But you know, if you have Terminators, that really hurts because they only hit on fours. Uh, anyway, Monarch of the Hunt. Each time this model declares a charge against a monster vehicle or character unit. Oh, there it is. I don't care what the rest says. Character unit. I'll come back to that in a second. You can reroll the charge roll each time the model makes a melee attack, monster, vehicle, or character unit. You can reroll the hit roll, wound roll, and damage roll. Okay, just stop. Okay, so for those who don't know why I'm going to be disgusted in right now. Okay. So GW made a ruling on this uh, because people were like, okay, character unit. Does that only mean if it's attacking the character or the unit? And GW did, and the developer notes, though, said if, the char- if there is a character in the unit, it becomes a character unit, right? Okay. And they were actually referencing the Alaris from Custodians because Alaris get rerolls to wounds when they ever they target a character unit, right? Okay. So this means that if this character is char if this model is charging a character unit, not only does it reroll charges, but whatever that unit is with a character in it, it rerolls hits, wounds, and damage rolls. So you can have literally a commissar in your unit. Doesn't matter. Reroll hits, reroll wounds, reroll damage. Yep. That is. Oh. And, and oh, the monsters and vehicles is great, but the character throws it over the edge. Yeah. Now we're gonna, and we're also gonna see that this model is one of the few spots we've seen ever that has precision in this army. Yeah. So you can then get into the character unit and make sure you take them down. If they're the main concern, because the rest of the unit isn't that good. You can make sure they're the ones who go down quickly and put all your little other attacks into everyone oh, else. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So, got a couple of ranged weapons. Does do they get both? Uh, yes. So yeah. you have the lash of Slanesh, which is assault range twelve, six attacks, hits on two, strength six, AP minus one, damage two. So it's basically the bloodthirster lash with an extra AP. Okay. You have the Pevane of Slanesh. This is a psychic power, so you can do it focused or normal. Mm. Uh, all the, the only difference is that the normal has devastating wounds and is also psychic. And the other one, is, uh, when you really focus it, is becomes hazardous, but you also get sustained hits three. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, they're both D6 attacks, both hit on twos, both strength nine, uh, both damage D3, but it becomes AP minus one, AP minus two if you go hazardous. Um, you got 20 wounds, go hazardous. Yeah, go hazardous. And sustain hits three. Ugh. So if you roll, like, let's say, 
four hits, five hits, and you roll like let's say two sixes, get lucky. It's an extra six hits. Ugh, that's ugh, ugh. yeah, that's good. You have a shot of getting a couple extras, which is good. Uh, go ahead. No, that was it. Uh, melee weapons. So you have Soul Piercer. This is the really cool spear. It's got precision on it. Uh, six attacks, hitting on two, strength 14, AP minus three, D6 plus two. Um, re-rolling hits, re-rolling wounds, re-rolling damage. That already is just, that's... <laughs> yeah, you're throwing this at those heavy targets that you've struggled outside of corn that you struggled uh, against. Yeah, that is that is nuts. So fun side fact: oh, a snapping claws. By the way, you also get snapping claws. You have devastating wounds. Extra these are extra attacks, so it's four extra attacks. Hitting on two, strength six, AP two, straight damage three. Um, this will just mulch. You so what's funny is you don't toss this at like a twenty man or a thirty man unit, no, because it doesn't have sweep. No, no, you, you don't toss get no this at at like a Terminator unit. Oh, there's a ten man Terminator unit. Yeah, what's weird is precision works like thirty k, where technically you have to slow down and slow roll the dice. Yeah, but you could just fast roll and say, oh, these attacks are hitting him, and if he dies, and it goes to him, so on and so forth. But yeah, no, that's that's. That is absolute insanity. Um, so that was my side fact that I was going to point out mm -hmm. was when I was when I dropped my knight because th the problem was the knight gets shot up immediately because it doesn't get protected. I had two choices: I can continue corn and bring two demon princes, or I can print Lilith because there's a really cool STL of Lilith with like four D or uh, sorry female Diablo from like Diablo three. When the hell did Diablo go girl? Did so it go what? You mean the current one four? No, 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 no. When did Diablo have a female form? Was that Diablo 3, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. So they have a really cool STL of Diablo with like four arms, right? And a spear, like in the game. So I was going to print that and use that as Shalaxi. But I just went with the two demon princes instead because it's, you know, all corn all the time. Right, you can but, still change your mind. But if I had a choice, I'd probably drop the demon princes in my kaiju list and absolutely take Shalaxi. Because this this four hundred points, which is exactly no no I need four fifteen to make two thousand, so I would be nineteen I would be two uh, nineteen. Then you're under by a little bit. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. This this model is some, something something because I'm one thing I struggle, um like I have sweep attacks so I'm great with dealing but like let's say I, there's like a big beefy unit of Deathwing, those guys are kind of hard to clear through and so she'll, you just send Shalaxi at them, who cares. Yeah, no, and, and feel no pain. Yes. Yeah, no. And what's yeah. nice? That's why you're also less worried about hazardous because hazardous does mortal wounds to you. You have feel no pain. Yeah, you're, this is you might even such save a good some model. Such a good model, and very well. So, <laughs> again, pun on the Very well uh, shaped, like sniper model here, like mm -hmm. like well well edged, if you will. Like it, it has a role and it does it well. Yes. Yeah, it, it, it you send this at monsters, vehicles, or units with characters in them, and this is a great way to get through them because you're also getting to reroll everything. So even if you want to just fish for those devastating wounds on the other ones, you can just fish. If, if that's the real concern, because oh, AP minus two, other oh, little tough to get through, fish for mortals. Exactly. So, no, this it, it is an absolutely great model. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're running Slanesh, you are throwing this in there for sure. If you're 1, not running Slanesh, 
you still might want to throw it in What's because the it's giving you what you don't have. What's the enhancement for again? Oh, give me one second. I'm just going to. Yeah. Then we're going to go to the Keeper's Secrets deck, right? Yes. So to remind the listeners, the enhancement is, is. Soul Stealer. Each time the bear destroys enemy models, roll the D6, adding one to the result of your Shadow of Chaos. So on a four up, you regain a lost wound. On a three up, you regain a lost wound. Yes. All right. Obviously, Salaxi can't take it, but. Keeper yeah. secrets. Oh my god! Could you imagine? <laughs> well, the, that's the but they 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 make the characters knowing they can't. That's why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, keeper secrets. So move fourteen again. We're gonna Slanesh is very fast, but toughness is usually lower than what you would see for other things of equivalent size. Um, for the keeper points was where are the keeper secrets three thirty. It's also quite expensive. Um, toughness 10 has a four up invul, 18 wounds, uh, leadership six with that five objectives, um, has a demon lord of Slanesh aura. While you got these friendly Slanesh demon units that are within six inches, improve the armor pen of their attacks by other melee attacks, I should say, by one. Um, We've seen a lot of the AP around being like ones. That's pretty common in the game. Twos is kind of nice when you can get to it. So within six, getting that extra AP is huge. Mesmerizing form. For each time an attack targets this model, subtract one from the hit roll. So it's one harder to hit any time that someone's attacking it. it essentially has constant stuff. War gear, it gains five up, feel no pain. Makes sense. So that's a big thing in Slanesh's feel no pain sort of stuff. And it degrades. Uh, a lot of these big things degrade. Um, for what it has. So, take a quick look. Um, it can be equipped with... So, it could get a living whip if you want an assault weapon. Range 12, 6 attacks. 2s, 6 uh, strength. AP minus 1, 2 damage. Um, are the other ones melee? Yeah, the other two are melee. So, if you want shooting, you can do that. Otherwise, its range weapon is Phasmagoria. It's a witch fire. Um... Devastating wounds either way, there's a hazardous form. Hazardous gets you three more attacks. So instead of six attacks, nine attacks. Always sits on two, always strength six, always AP minus two, always one damage. Um again, you had if you want the extra attacks, going to the hazardous, going to the focus isn't bad. You also have feeling of pain, so you have a chance to save some of those if you happen to roll that one. For its melee weapons, so it has the snapping claws, devastating wounds, extra attacks, there's four of them, hits on two, strength six, AP minus two, flat three damage. It has the wilt stealer sword, because yeah, that's something it always has. Six attacks, again, hits on two, strength eight this time at the minus two, three damage. And the one of the other options you have, another one, yeah. Oh, sorry. The um, I should say the Shining Aegis is one of the options you have. So you could take it for five of Field of Pain. I think you do. So then you probably don't take that Living Whip. The other option you, is the Yeah, Ritual I was going to say, you replace it with what? Um, you either take Shining Aegis, Living Whip, or Ritual Knife. The Ritual uh, Knife, it's three attacks on two, strength six, AP minus two, two damage. I th I want the Field of no, Pain. No, you take the Shining Aegis. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, I want survivability. Yeah, you take the five up. Sorry. Yeah, The model's 330 <laughs> points. I, I need to live. Yeah. And that's going to help me live. That's 100% worth it. So, um, other than that, I mean, both of them are tough because you're talking like over 700 points. Um, I would probably take Shalaxi if I can afford it. If for some reason I can't afford it or I don't want to name character, 
then Keeper Secrets is good, especially Keeper Secrets with that upgrade. So that way it has chances to get its wounds back and feel no pain. It's going to be very, very tough to shift. But um, overall, overall a good thing. All right. What are we on to now? The Infernal and Raptress, who's playing a harp made of organs. So why don't you uh, take this fancy lady here? Lady-ish. Yeah. Infernal. Oh, God, this model is so good, too. It is a good model. A lot of the demon models, man. These are the, they went all out on these guys. So for those who don't know, the Infernal Raptress has like a, a dude and she's playing literally, is it his skin or is it his rib cage? Well, you can't uh, play ribs. She's she's not playing it like a xylophone. Oh, true. It is. She's playing like string instruments. So yeah, skin. So oh, such a good, anyway. So Infernal Raptress, movement nine. <laughs> she, she lugs that harp real quick. Uh, toughness three, five up in bowl, three wounds, leadership seven, OC one. He's a leader. You could put her probably with demonettes. Yep. All yep. right. So harmonic alignment. While this model is leading a unit in your command, you can return D3 destroyed bodyguard models to the unit. Not bad. <laughs> the command. Oh, it's yeah. in your command phase. Damn. I thought it was in a command phase. No. Okay. It's yeah, a nice to like, have, but. Uh... Yeah, that was your less... toughness three. Yeah, you're gonna get blown out by bolters. Uh, discordant disruption while an enemy psyker unit is within 12 inches of this model. Psychic weapons equipped with that model has hazardous. <sighs> less again. So okay, I'll get to the abilities. Let me look at the range weapons. I just want to check something. So. The range weapons, you could either do a cacophonous melody or a euphonic blast. They're both assault. Cacophonous melody is 18 inches, six attacks, three up to hit, six AP zero, damage one. Yeah. And then the euphonic blast. She's 65 is points. She's cheap. Single shots, hits on three, strength 12. Yeah. AP minus three, D6 plus one. So kind of a Laz cannon. Yeah, she essentially has a Laz cannon. Uh, and then at, uh, Ravenous Claws with Devastating Wounds. Oh, is Devastating Wounds going to be like their special ability? Give me a second. Let me just scroll down to the... Oh, my God. There's so many. <laughs> there's <laughs> a lot so of devastating, things. Yeah, Devastating Wounds seems to be their like big thing. Yeah. Oh, so that's... Oh, okay, sixes on the wound are mortals. Okay, that's that makes me a little happier, but still. Uh, five attacks, hits on two, strength four, AP minus one, one damage. Okay, so yeah, this is what I was going to say. She's cool. But go ahead. With her only really affecting psychers, you kind of have to know the armor you're playing before you choose her. But then yeah. at that point, it's list tailoring. But remember, if you are lister, like if you know the list you're going against and you take her, remember if there's a psyker in that unit, that a whole unit is considered a psyker. So that's really, really great. Um and harmonic alignments. I don't know. They're are they at least a squad of 20 or are they a squad of 10? Let me see. Sarah. I don't Let's think they do 20s again. for any of these. Yeah, they removed twenties almost entirely from the game, which sucks because I kind of like squads of twenty demons. Um, no. Everything's ten now. Okay, she's cool. The model's cool. I probably wouldn't take her in a list. No, and that's me being like kind of nice. It, like she's cool. Don't get me wrong, and the, the ability is really awesome. But like. Eh. Returning it's a psychic ability. Yeah. yeah. 
that hurting psychic weapons making them hazardous nice if you happen to see a bunch of that if you don't does you no good their harmonic alignment getting d3 back is fine but if i really want to take out a unit of demonettes they're gone their toughness three models like you, you can just you can destroy them if you want the only reason they might be around is because i'm not fighting them Harshing Liar, the um, Euphoric Blast, essentially last cannon. Nice to have a 24-inch last cannon in the, in the list. I don't know if I upgrade my Demonettes for 65 points to get yeah, one last it's, cannon. It's, like I said, look, it's a cool model. If you take it, it's not going to hurt you. It's still, a, it's still a good model, but just realize that like her abilities, maybe her D3 uh, models to a unit will work if they don't blow the unit up in like one turn. Um but that aura, unless you're playing psychers, like if you're playing Necrons, yay. <laughs> like this kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, there's a lot, but even that it's just psychic weapons. There's a lot of things. And I, do, if, do I, if I'm out of range, weapons? nothing happens. Do Necrons have psychic weapons? No, of course not. Exactly. Um, there neither might, do, might be maybe one of the things technically they so, write as a psychic now. I don't know. But oh, in general, so but there's a lot of armies that don't. Even if, even like if I have a psyker, just yeah. don't be next to her. Exactly. It's just... Eh. It's not board wide. So, okay. Not, the, I will say this is kind of the first time I'm unimpressed with the model. I'm very surprised. Yeah. That's not bad, though. Out of, what, 85 pages? This is the first time we're like, meh? Yeah. We've been, There's a few oh, others I've been a little lackluster on, but well, this is one I think I would Yes. <laughs> not including the fortifications. Yeah, this no, is I very lackluster for me. Yeah. Maybe the next one. Oh, is the next one the mask? Oh, yeah, is. next one's the mask. Yes. All right, so okay, this is the Epic Care of the Mask. Um, since it's okay, 105 points because they put the word the to start. So, move nine, toughness three. That's what we see for Slanesh, not very tough. Um, seven up save, what obviously four up invul in this case, four wounds, uh, grabs one objective. It is a fights first, which is nice, and it is a lone operative. So, as the eternal dance at the start of the fights of face, select one enemy within six inches, and until that phase, um, uh, so you're selecting one un until that. Each time a friendly Sunesh demon model makes a melee attack that targets the enemy unit, add one to the wound roll. Each time a model in the enemy unit makes a melee attack, subtract one from the wound roll. So you'll wound one easier, they'll wound one more difficult. And dizzying acrobatics, you can declare a charge when you advance or fall back. Um, for so Go ahead. Here, here's the fun part. I was just going to say, dazzling acrobatics is fun, right? The Eternal Dance is so damn good. <laughs> yes. yes. So One easier good. to wound is very good because you don't tend to have a lot of high strength for what you would think of as your typical units here. And one harder to be wounded is big because a lot of your guys are toughness three. Like a lot of your rank and file. Or even if they're not toughness three, a lot of your rank and file are that lower level of toughness, whatever that number may be. Um, it's got serrated claws. So, Devastating Wounds, um, six attacks on twos, strength four, AP minus one, two damage. Not a bad profile for when you fight first. You don't want this model necessarily in combat that much um, because it's toughness three with four wounds. But if you happen to get in, it at least is going to swing first. And that means they have to dedicate something in there rather than like, you know, a lone space marine or two kind of thing. Um, and lone operative is nice as well, so it's far away, you just can't shoot it, which is really going to help when your toughness three on four wounds. Um, I would still greatly worry about someone getting close enough and just punking this model, though. 
that is still an absolute concern because if I get within twelve and I start shooting, yeah. you, you're gone. Yeah, pretty much. But the um, the bonuses are nice. You'd have to play very carefully with this and really know what you're doing because I think otherwise there's a really good chance that you're about to lose hundred points somewhere. Yeah. But all right. Um, hey, uh, with, through no fault of my own, you get to attempt to pronounce the next thing. Oh, it's uh, Celesque. Celesque? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, Celesque. I thought it would this be more complicated I, than that. The only reason I know it's Celesque is because, again, this is another model that I really, really liked because it was super unique. Because if I'm not mistaken, these are two demon princes that fell in love or a demon herald. Oh, give me a second. Strange alliance with demon herald, Sil, and uh, demon prince. Yeah, so yeah, it's a, it's she's a walking demon, on demon uh, prince. Yeah, it's a herald and a prince who fell in love with each other, which is pretty cool. Oh, well, love, yeah, love in a Slanesh sense. Take that as you will. That's the strongest so, form of love out there. Yeah, pretty much. So toughness six, which is that's high toughness much, for this. Yeah, pretty much high. The tough uh, four up and vulnerable. Say, oh wow, hold on, four up. Yeah, the last character. Oh, okay. Did too. Oh, okay. So they're pretty beefy. Nine wounds. Leadership six. OC two. Uh, leader. What do they lead? Demonets. Okay, shocking. I know. While this model is leading a unit, each time a model in that unit makes a melee attack, a successful unmodified wound of five up scores a critical wound. Okay. And they cause devastating wounds naturally. Mm. So that's pretty big. That's pretty huge. Yeah. That's oh, that ability alone makes me want to take it. But he's got a second one or she or it. The first time this model is destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> the first time this model is destroyed, roll 1d6 at the end of the phase. On a two up, set this model back up on the battlefield as close as possible to where it was destroyed and not within danger range of the enemy with its full wounds remaining. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's great. It's got the dreadnought. I come back. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. This please tell me this model is like 140 points. It is I'll exactly it. 140 points. Oh my god! Wow, that was good. I take this model immediately. Take this model. Anyway, range weapons. You could choose. So first of all, you have a scourging whip. I'll do that one before you choose. Scourging whip is an assault weapon. Nine inches, six attacks. Hits on threes, strength four, AP one, one damage. It's a boulder. Uh, ranged weapons, though. You can choose between the psychic power of hazardous or not hazardous, as always. So the devast the, the difference is, well, let me see here. They both have devastating, ignores cover, psychic yeah. torrent. It's the number of attacks. Uh, it's going to be the number of attacks. So yeah, you can attacks. upgrade it from D6 attacks to 2D6 attacks. Uh, and other than that, it's yeah, they're both strength six, both AP one, both one damage, but it is torrent, so you auto hit. Um, the melee weapons, the demon prince has to have a three damage weapon. I'm hoping let's here. Uh, six attacks at strength seven, AP two, three damage. Yep, so he's got a he literally has a, uh, a demon prince axe and the scourging whip, so she, you get extra six attacks at four, one, negative one, and one, and you hit on twos. I mean solid character for 140 yes absolutely take yeah um, yeah you're, you're leading a, yeah you're leading a unit of of demonettes you're getting them to essentially do devastating wounds on a five up which is really big um your ranged weapon is actually pretty decent um if you hazardous it because you know you can come back later you can actually get a good amount of shots you can actually put some light damage on people and on a two up you come back 
Um, at that point, you'll be on your own, but even on your own, you could still get some stuff through with that axe. But, all right. All right, we're back to the models we like. Um, I'm feeling l more decisive so far in this one of who I want to lead, say, my demon yes. units. Where the last one, there were so many options, which is, is good. This one, like, I'm taking demonettes. I want this model in there. I mean, we have probably still a million more. Let me see. One, two, three. So three more HQs. Jesus. Yeah. I, I thought Nurgle was long, but Sinesh is a big one. Damn. Yes. Yeah. Sinesh, Sinesh is quite a while, but. All, All right. right. Let's see this. Oh, this is a cool one, too. I like this model a lot. Yeah. Um, mostly because, again, someone painted. Oh, people are crazy. So this is a small model. This is a contorted epitome. Um, it's got like a mirror. It's supposed to be like a mirror, like a like a essentially it's essentially a mirror. Yeah. Uh, and someone actually painted like an actual like mural on it, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Hey, um, some anyway, people got skills. People skills, man. Yeah. So yes, it's a leader. Demonettes again. Movement nine. Toughness six. Eight wounds. Wait, didn't you didn't you do the last thing? Mind. Get did out I here. do the last thing? Yeah, I did. did. Oh my god. Yeah. Sorry. Go okay, ahead. Look at look at this Whoops. mirror right here. Check yourself. Um, so this contorted epitome, uh, move nine, toughness six, five up, say, but four up involved for this eight wounds, um, leadership seven. That's fine. Grab them two objectives for you. Um, like I said, leads demonettes again, has swallow energy. Uh, while this mo model is leading a unit, they have feel no pain four up against mortal wounds and psychic attacks. Useful under the circ, great under the circumstances where it occurs. Every other time does you no good. So it's, it is nice, but I, I'm, again, that's like, if you don't know what you're fighting, it may do you very little. 85 points is what I should say. So, okay, let's see the other ability. Uh, horrible Fascination. At the start of your opponent's shooting phase, one Psycho model from your army with this ability can use it. If it does, you pick an enemy within 12 inches and visible the Psycho model and roll D6. On a one the Psycho model suffers D3 mortal wounds, 2 to 5, until the end of the phase. Each time a model in that enemy unit makes an attack, it's minus 1 on the hit. And on a 6, they're not allowed to shoot. Um, Any Psychers, though? <laughs> it's a, well, it's no, notice, it's it's your Psyker into their unit. They do not have oh, to be a Psyker. Oh, okay, I was misreading it. Yeah. I was misreading it. Okay. Yeah, this model um, is a Psyker... Horrible fascination has to be a model that has this ability and is a psyker. Obviously, it has both. But I, if you roll a one, you're going to take D3 mortals yourself. Honestly, I still like it. Oh, yeah. No, it's, because, that's good. Yeah. The, the, the mortal wound part is, I don't care about the psychic attacks. Four mortal wound uh, against mortal wounds is great. Even though you'll probably die to bolters. Some people do mortal wounds and boom, now you got a four up. Um,. And yeah, being able to do D3 mortal wounds and then charge. No, D3 and then... mortal wounds is to yourself. If you roll a one, oh, that psyker, yeah. you take D3 mortals. Otherwise, oh, minus one to hit on two to five. On a six, they're not allowed to fight. They're shoot. not allowed to shoot, I should say. My apologies. Okay. Did you change your mind now that you see you're not doing mortal wounds? <sighs> now, All minus right. one to hit is still very powerful. Um, because there's not a lot of plus one hit anymore or rerolls really. No. Um and on a and that one in six chance of just saying screw you. Yeah. 
Um, 12 inch, so targeted at the unit that you really don't want shooting at you. Um, didn't mention it's melee attacks. Main thing has uh, Ravenous Claws with Devastating Wounds, 8 on 2s, Strength 4, minus 1, 1 damage, and you get some extra attacks of D6 hitting on 4s at Strength 5, AP, minus 1, 2 damage. Um, I mean, you're not taking it so much for that profile. You're taking it if you're worried about Mortal Wounds. You're worried about Mortal Wounds, though, on a Toughness 3 unit. I'm not too... That's a little bit of a thing. And the Horrible Fascination, quite nice. Um, how much was this one? Was it 65? I'm back and forth on what I think of this. 85. 85? I have to build a list and see. This is one of the ones where it's like, if I have 85 points, 90 points, and nothing else, sure. Yeah. It has a lot of good things, but we're talking about an army that has some giant expensive models, and then it also only goes in demonettes. Well, we have quite a few options of who leads demonettes, and you're probably not going to fill your list with like five or six units of demonettes, so you're going to have to really pick and choose. So I'm I'm a little lackluster on this one. It's not that it's bad, but I think there's other potentially better options. All right, you have a torment bringer on on exalted seeker chariot. Oh God, this I hate this model. <laughs> no, okay, there's a reason why this model is so stupid big. Like I don't know how it fits in between buildings. It like let's say you're playing normal games, it's fine. But like during tournament play, is it? it, it I believe it's. Uh, hold on, it is. It is huge. Oh. It is a mountain. It's not an actual. Okay, so we don't know what mountain is. So my answer depends on what the hell mountain is, because if mountain is what cavalry was last edition, you can't go through walls. And this thing is stupid large. Yeah, yeah, it is. Anyway, torment bringer on the exalted seeker chariot, fourteen inch move, toughness six, which is surprising. I think it'd be more toughness. Uh, four up and vulnerable, twelve wounds. Uh, leadership seven OC three. It's a big screw off chariot. It really doesn't even massive. get one AC one, one OC for each demonette on it. There's four of them on one, it. One, two, three. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So, uh, torment bringer aura. While a friendly Slanesh Legion Demonica unit is within six inches of this model, all melee weapons have sustained hits one. And once per fight phase, this is the Hysterical Frenzy Psychic Power, once per fight phase, just after an enemy unit selects Lanesh Legion Demonic unit from your army as a target, one friendly Psyker that is within six inches of your selection unit and has the ability can use it. If it does, until the end of the phase, each time a model in this... Wait, what the... F- hold on, I lost... You're trailing stuff. off. Yeah. Don't hold trail on. off. I, it was like a run-on... Se- okay, wait a second. <clears throat> you, you select this... Sl- each just at once per fight phase, just after enemy unit selects Slanesh Legion Demonica units from your army as a target, one friendly psyker that is within six inches of that Slanesh unit and has this ability can use it. Okay, yeah. so if it's within six inches of, of a okay, that may okay. Jesus. If it does until the end of the phase, each time a model in this that Slanesh unit is destroyed. Roll 1d6 on a 4 plus. Do not remove it from play. That model can fight after the attacking model unit has finished making its attack and then remove from play. It gives okay. it 4 up fight on death. 
Yes, essentially. Okay. That's what Jesus. that means. The yeah. big thing is it's a psychic power. So the model that does this has to be a psyker. But to have hysterical frenzy, you're probably going to be a psyker. And this thing is a psyker anyway. So Exactly. Um, It's got a bunch of weapons. So it's got Lash of Torment. It's anti-infantry 3+, assault and a pistol. At six inches, six attacks, threes to hit, four strength. That strength doesn't matter if you're hitting infantry. Uh, and damage one. Um, and melee weapons. It's got uh, the Ravaging Claws. Fifteen of them, though. Because there's, of course... Four of them on wait that doesn't make those sense. three seekers do they each get five attacks now do uh the seekers get... should yeah it's three Demon... seekers ha huh, neat um so yeah 15 attacks threes to hit four strength negative one one damage with devastating wounds again 15 attacks with devastating wounds that's not bad and then you get some extra attacks with lethal hits these are their liquor tongues <laughs> at eight attacks force to hit four strength and one damage um, so my problem with this model, besides its size, is the same ex exact problem I had with the corn version of this. You hate which fun. is no, no, which is if I can target it, I will shoot it. And this is a shooting edition for now. So if I could target it, I will shoot it to death. But it has a four up and one when it's only toughness six. So, I mean, here's the other thing: though. your opponent's always going to shoot something. Will you lose it a bunch of games? Sure, but those other games you're going to keep it. You know, it's yeah, uh, it's 160 points, so it's not really oh, that it's only expensive. 160. Yeah, I was saying I thought it was more. Okay, giving so this thing is on a giant base, so giving out sustained hits one in six inches is actually quite big, and especially when you have your averaging claws of 15 attacks. Um you are going to get some sustained hits on that. So your number of attacks is actually going to be much higher. And Hysterical Frenzy, Fight on Death, is actually very good. To give people an idea, by the way, how big this stupid thing is, it's on 120 by 92 oval base. That's the that's the Wraith Knight. It's on a Wraith Knight base. Yeah. Six inch on a giant base is pretty nice. Um, I like it. Overall, I think it is quite Here's good. a weird... Here's, am I stupid? Huh? So Maybe. look at the card. Wait, hold I'm on. I'm looking at it. Look at the card. Yeah, I'm looking at I it. I put Torment Bringer on Games Workshop, and it's a completely different model. Am I stupid? Um, not for that, at least. Oh, is it Blade Bringer that I'm confusing? No. What the? F so, yeah, no. There's only. It's probably a dual kit. No, but even the other part of the kit doesn't have that many things on it. It doesn't have three riders like that. Like, see how it does? I'm not crazy, right? One, two, three. Yeah, I, I it see. It has the blades in the back. Riders. I'm just looking. And for it has it the myself. blades in the back. This is literally it. On oh, I didn't even I'm... see it on GW's website. Wait, so when you look Torment Bringer, you're not finding? It? Is that the problem? No, I found it, but it's a completely different model. Right? Uh, I'm, I'm searching. Like, right I'm now. not crazy. I promise. Um. Yes. Tormentbringer, Bladebringer. Yeah. Also, for its cost, it can't. No, yeah, it can't be this. It's not this model at all. Um, I've seen this and I'm model. Looking at, and I'm looking at their um, whatchamacallit. It's not on their page either. There's only the secret. Oh, you know what's funny? That picture is the secret chariot of Slanesh. So then what the hell is a Tormentbringer? It's not even on their page. What? 
I don't know. Is it an Age of Sigmar model? Oh my god, that'd be funny. Mm, they do have some of them like this. It almost oh, it looks like the um Hedden Knights of Slinash, right? Yeah. Yeah, the uh yeah, he dances as lunch. It almost looks like the uh the I'm altar of right Cain. I'm checking. Not a model. Oh, they're health. No, not even the health layer. What the hell is that model that they have on the picture? Please, must be listeners. An old thing they had in the past. Yeah, please listeners find this model for us if you're listening to us cuz I have no idea what this where this model is. We paused and went through it. Could probably find it somewhere, but no, yeah, the I, so I checked Age of Sigmar. So I checked Age of Sigmar. Head of Knights of Slanesh. Oh no, the way they're showing it here, it is. I think it's a health layer. Riders. I think it's a health layer with an extra model in the middle, with a seeker. That's what it looks like to me in actuality. <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Gw, what are you doing? All right. Well, what they're doing is taking us to... Man, there's so many of these. I know, another HQ. <laughs> Transweaver. Oh, man. Why is there so many? All right, Transweaver. Uh, this one's going to lead more Demonettes, right? Yep, pretty much. Uh, okay. Ooh, went a little too far. There we go. Transweaver. Um, for Transweaver, how expensive is this uh, thing that looks like a lady? 60 points. Move nine, uh, toughness three. It has the five up invul, three wounds, uh, leadership seven, grabbing one, one objective point for you. Um, while in a unit, they get fights first. The fact that you have devastating wounds is going to help. Um, you have symphony of pain at the end of the movement phase, your movement phase, I should say. So that's one enemy unit that is battle shot and within twelve inches. Remember, you minus one in shadow chaos for the battle shock, so it's more likely that happens. Um. Until the end of the turn, each time a Slanesh demon model from your army makes an attack that targets them, you can reroll the hit and you reroll the wound. Um, so this one's actually quite good. Um, its attack, it just has those ravaging claws. Um, my apologies, before I think I said the Seeker had the claws, the Seekers don't have the claws, it's the Demonettes. Six attacks, hit on twos, strength four, AP minus one, one damage with devastating wounds. Um, for 60 points, if someone's going to lead my Demonettes, I would like this thing leading them. No, in fact, I'm going to re remember how I said Celeste. Oh, no, I would still take Celeste because that's an epic here. You take yes. one and then you take nothing else but Transweaver because fight, uh, bleh, 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 bleh. fight first is the most powerful ability right now in 40K. Yes. Um, it, it, it literally leads to <laughs> I've seen this in tournaments and videos where you'll have a Custodes player versus like a Gene Steelers player and they will not charge each other. They'll stand, stare at each other because they both have fight first. And neither of them want to give the other opponent the ability to do that. Um, you, you ever watch Pee Wee's Playhouse when you were a kid? No, I never did. No, of course you didn't. Um, do, do you know of the show? Like, you know how it works and everything? Well, I like know. That? I, I do know the show, yes. Okay. Do you, know do you know, like, his secret word thing? No. Okay. So every episode, there was a secret word. And if you said the secret word, all the furniture in the house lost their shit. Like screaming, yelling, like it was a, it was a good I've thing. Seen like, oh, this said meme. Word. Yes. Um, yes. Yours should be like custodes, and we got to see if you can get through an episode without talking about them. Well, because like, that's the only fight first I know. There's, well, I'm look, sure uh, there's other things Steelers, you could just Steelers. say it's good. You're allowed to just say it's good. Um, yeah, that's no, all fine. First. And the other ability is really good too because you know you can uh, they're battle shot, and like I said, your army has easier ways to battle shock. We roll hit and wounds. 
remember, reroll wounds right now doesn't say you reroll the fails. You reroll the wounds. So if you need it to be mortals because they have a really good armor save, you can just reroll everything that's not six. Just hunt for mortals. On units that devastating wounds, but that's like their whole trick here. Um, yeah, I agree. Transweaver's great. Take it. It's so cheap. Yeah. 65. God. Well, as we're, as we're going to see, like, demonettes are a decent unit to give those abilities to, but it's not like they're going to be carving through, like, everything. But, all right, talk about demonettes. Demonettes. Movement 9, toughness 3, 5 up and vulnerable, 1 wound, leadership 7, and 2 OC. Um, they have swift talent slaughter, so each time a mob on this unit makes an attack, you can reroll hit rolls of 1. If the target of that attack is within range of an objective marker, you can reroll the hit roll instead. Great. Love it. That's amazing. Yep. <laughs> Charge them into objectives. Um, the war gear still stays the same. And then you have slashing claws. So devastating wounds. So you're looking for those sixes to wound. You have three attacks, uh, hitting on three, strength four, AP minus one, one damage. And you know what? That AP minus one is still great. Yes. Still a nice little addition to that. Um, but yeah, devastating wounds with three attacks. You have 10 of these. That's 30 attacks being tossed out, hitting on threes. You're hitting with, what, 20 of them? Remember, you're re-rolling um, ones at least. I was going to just ignore that for a second. Hitting with 20. Uh, so if you re-roll ones, you get 22, if I believe, right? Um, so 21. in 30. Well, yeah, so it, in, if you're rolling 30 dice, you should have, uh, statistically, you'll have five ones. You oh. re-roll that, you're going to have two-thirds of those go through. So you're going to have about three three and, and change more. Oh, three and change. So 23 hits with the re-roll hits of ones. Strength four, but you're really looking for sixes, honestly. And certain characters so make so, the fives and sixes. Yeah. And certain other things that they're battle shot, you could get rerolls on all of it. Yeah. If you took uh if you took the last model we talked about. It's a dangerous unit. It's dangerous if you can charge, or if you get the fights first from the transweaver, or if you're getting devastating on like fives and sixes. They're not dangerous yeah. on their own. But if you can get, if you put a character in there, now you're really making them talk. Yeah. Um, they're 140 points for 10. Very standard for this. All right. Um, they're your battle <laughs> line unit. You're going to take some. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, not much more needs to be said about those. Um, the next one you'll love. Fiends. The fiends are weird. Look, I'm weird about Slanesh, whether I like it or not. They're very... Hit and miss? I don't even know. Yeah. I like it, but also it's kind of like a weird like. Like, probably won't play there's, it. There's, like, there's only one way to enjoy Sunesh models, and that's as a weird like. Yes. And it's, you know what it is, though? I also would not buy it because I don't know how to paint it. That would be, actually, now that I look at it, I, it's very much like how I did my corn, where you kind of. You slap red all over wet, them. No, 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 but you wet blend. See how it has the blend on the tail? So I'm looking at the fiends, right? Yeah. You see how it has the, the, the white to the purple, then to the black? Yes. Right? That's how I did my corn. You wet blend and then you dry brush so you could kind of really blend it all together, right? That's why I got like the corn skinned into the horns and stuff like that. So ironically, this might be easy. Skin's going to take that method a little bit easier, though, because yeah. you have more um, varied of surfaces. This is essentially a tube out the back, so it's going to be a little bit harder to dry brush and get a good effect on it. Yeah. All right, so fiends. They are three for 150. You're going to take six for 300. It's expensive, boys. Oh, sorry. Actually, the, the fiends before were the ones with the uh, 
there was three fiends. That's why I was five attacks because fiends are 15 attacks because fiends are five attacks each. Uh, move 12, toughness five. They got a four up, uh, four wounds, five up invul, leadership seven, grabbing two objectives each. They have Sephoric Musk. One enemy unit that's not a vehicle or a tank or a Titanic is within six inches. Each time a model in that enemy unit makes a melee attack, minus one to hit. And each time a model in that enemy unit makes a desperate escape, subtract one from the test. So if you had the desperate escape, which remember, if you battle shock them, all of their escapes are automatically desperate. They will lose models on one, two, or three. Um, they have a barbed tail and dissecting claws. Devastating wounds, of course. Um, five attacks on threes. Strength five, AP minus two, two damage. Fiends are really good. They're one of the tougher things you have because we've seen a lot of toughness three things lately. And um, they get a lot of attacks because you're going to be 15 attacks on that unit. Yeah. Um, I do feel that they want some support from some of the other things that we've seen. Um, I don't know if they'll quite do enough on their own. So like the Torment Bringer, um, helping get some other things related to if you're six inches and all that kind of stuff. You get a couple other things. Um, and the minus one to hit is really going to help save them. And they're on a 75 mil oval base. So they're on the uh, uh, Blood Crusher base. So that's yeah. not... It's bad. a big base. It's not a bad size. Well, it's it's big, but it's not like ungainly yeah i wouldn't take six again i, would I think three. you're just paying too much if you're taking six is the problem yeah. 300 point not that i'm saying they're not worth 300 they're probably they could be worth 300 that's 30 attacks like i said there's some ways to get a little bit of bonuses here or there like you're gonna get devastating wounds in at that level but you're talking about army where you're already like taking shellaxes or at least a keeper secret you're already pumping out some real big points Maybe you're taking some demon preachers. You're already pumping out some big points. I don't know if you can throw another 300 point unit. Um, it, it, it starts getting tough at that level. But, alright. We are on to Seekers. Or you are on to Seekers. So Seekers. This is a model I don't like. I'm not sure why. I like the horsey. I mean, not really a horse, but I would not call that a horse. That <laughs> but is, you know, I do like remember a, that. So kind of like a seahorse. Actually, it's kind of like going a seahorse. Back, going back in the day, going back to eighth edition fantasy, I hated these things because the tongue would always do more damage than the actual seeker. So annoying. <laughs> anyway, movement fourteen. Man, these guys fly. Movement fourteen, toughness four, five up and vulnerable, two wounds, OC one, leadership seven. Uh, scout nine inches. Okay. That's yeah, they up there. Not, that that is a weird number. So usually scout is always half the move or the full move. Nine is such a weird. Is nine a multiple of fourteen? It isn't. No. Is it even divisible? No. Fourteen is two no. and seven. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why is it nine? <laughs> Who did this? Is that Sinesh's right, number? Uh, give me a second. I'm, it might be. Corn uh, is eight. Nurgle is seven. Zinch is six. I think Sinesh is nine. Okay, that might make sense. All right. Uh, unholy speed. You can reroll advance and charge rolls made for this unit. <laughs> they go fast. We know that already. All right. Uh, and then weapon-wise, we're looking at two, atta two attacks with lethal hits with the tongue. Hate on four. Strength four. Damage one. 
AP zero. So you just really want sixes to auto wound. And then they get three attacks with their slashing claws with devastating wounds, which is the same as the... All right. How many points are they? Um, Five for 95 or 10 for 190 then? Um, uh, they're 14 and they're up nine. So if you're worried about trying to take your shadow at, of chaos and like get it into the middle, turn one, yeah. they have it for you. You're guaranteed to they have, have it. for you, period. You, depending also, on get, where you position, you could have the, the yeah. in your opponent's backfield if you want. Yeah, exactly. And then they get your corners. They get engaged very well. Very much like the these are more effective nerglings for me. Yes, this is more effective nerglings. Yeah, I, I would. Probably... I, if, you're, if you're playing mono Slanesh, of course. Yes, if you're mixing it in, especially for certain gods, I think it's very helpful because they're very fast. That scout nine, so they're they're going to get you to the positions that you need. Okay, yeah, they can reroll. They get plus one charge. Like they can fight. They're not fighting great, but if you go against the right target, essentially something someone wants to keep in the backfield, they can run around to get to them, or they can screen at least ninety-five points. I don't mind putting them and getting them in the way, rushing them towards someone who wants to charge through. This is going to make sure they don't get to it. I could see this especially in say uh, maybe it's sacrilege, but maybe a Nurgle list. Because all the rest of your stuff is very slow. Now you have a nice fast yeah. unit to go and do what you need it to do. Even if it's just grab you stuff in the middle. They um, they serve a good purpose. The next unit's going to annoy the shit out of me. And I know why. Because we just literally talked about the stupid model and why it was different. Let me scroll up. While, while you read the next model, the next unit, yeah. I'm scrolling up. It, yeah, this doesn't exist. I have no idea where this model comes from. All right. All right, and we are back. Um, if you were watching this, you will see a little bit of a wardrobe change on me. Otherwise, if you're listening, we uh, ended up starting a little bit late yesterday. So I ended up getting a little bit late, and I actually got up in the morning. So I decided that, you know what, um, we'll finish it up tonight. Because at that point, we still had seven different things to talk about. So we are picking up from where we left off last night. And we are on to Hellflayers. So, um... I might have talked about the last one. We think that would be true. But to make sure that Dan lands on Bellacor, um, I'm going to take the next thing here then. All right. So in the middle of all this, we have a Hellflare. So this, um, when we were looking at one of the other, what was the other crazy one you you talked about that we couldn't find the uh, model the, for? It, is it the Exalted Herald? No, no. That's the next one. No. The, it was the like the Chariot. Torment Bringer or oh, Transfer, one of those Torment Torment Bringer. Torment Bringer. On Exalted is, Secret Chariot. Yeah, I, I think it's like this model with some alterations and all. That's what it looks like to me. Although now I seeing this model, maybe it's something different. But hmm. I, I have no idea. I, I have zero. I hope someone in the comments can answer this for us. Because I I did spend... It was actually driving me up the wall. So I actually did look yesterday. And it just looks like an extra model. But does it come with an extra model? Do you have to buy a bit? Like, J Josh I don't would know. probably know. But I haven't, I haven't right. talked to him since last week. I'll talk to him on Friday because yeah. it will drive me up the wall. I'll be there on Friday too. I just might be a little late, but I'll be in on Friday. All right, Hellflare. It is. Uh, oh, actually, I just thought I should also get the points out. Well, I got you while you talk. Good. So the Hellflare is while well, you pull it up probably later. Hellflare yep. for one model is one ten. Two models is two twenty. Oh, you can nice do these in a pair. Nice. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know why the the base is so goddamn big. Well, yeah. But <laughs> You could you so you're still allowed to do it. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's yeah. going to work well um, movement wise, but they'll let you do it. 
All right. So there we go. There's points for the Hellflare. Error. Move 14. So again, very fast. Uh, toughness six is a four up invul, seven wound, seven leadership, counts for three objectives. Um, cutting down the foe. Each time this unit is selected to fight, you can select one enemy unit with engagement range of it and roll d6. Uh, adding to the result, if it's an infantry unit, on a two to three, they take mortal wounds. Now, um, I'll read the rest in a second, but keep in mind, this is an uh, to hit or to wound type roll. So ones don't fail. So if you're infantry, you're going to at least get D3 mortals on them. Four to five is three mortals on a six plus D3 plus three. So if they're infantry, you actually have pretty good chances of at least getting to the three mortals and 50-50 chance of getting to D3 plus three. So you could actually put quite a few mortals. Um, and it's just the unit. It's not per model in this case, so... For mm. weapons, gets all of its weapons. It has a Lash of Torment, Hurts Infantry on a three. This thing is good for that. It's um, it's basically a giant combine. So it makes sense that it's literally rolling over people. It's an assault weapon, and it's a pistol. Um, Six-inch range, six attacks. Hits on three, strength four. Uh, gets people on one, uh, one damage, I should say. But... Auto wounds infantry on three, so you're not going to get much out of it. But if you're already stuck in combat, because you're going to do that, because you want to hit infantry, this at least has a profile that if I'm wounding on threes always, I have a chance to get at least a few random wounds on some infantry models. For melee weapons, it has two bits of extra attacks. has a bladed axle with six attacks, three, strength six, minus one AP, two damage. So... Pretty good again. Your target is infantry, so strength six at a minus one on two flat damage is quite good against infantry. Uh, the seekers themselves can lick you. Um, <laughs> they have lethal hits. Uh, it's the same thing we saw with seekers before hits on four, strength four, uh, one damage. Nothing too great, but hey, it's extras. And the claws. So this thing has three demonettes on it, so it's getting nine attacks at hitting on threes, strength four, one damage. Um, its melee profile is going to work for you in terms of you're just going to have a whole bunch of attacks and those seekers claws at least do have devastating wounds when you charge in you if it's infantry you are absolutely at minimum doing mortals to them so um i think you're leaving your big demons to go against say their terminator blocks or very heavy things maybe if you have like a a, a injured terminator squad the mortals could get it for you but otherwise, I see this wanting to slam into um, potentially their shooting type units, their little bit lighter units, maybe getting the charge on their assault units so they can't get to your spots or in a support. I think this works really well as this is not the only thing charging that unit. This charges in, takes a few models down. Maybe its attacks will plink a little bit more off, but it frees it up for one of your more heavy hitters to get in there as well. Yeah. My only fear with this, besides the base size, because we've talked about that, especially taking one or two of them, my yeah. only fear with this, the same fear I have with Blood Crushers, because Blood Crushers have a very similar ability of doing mortals on the charge. Yeah. Um, my only fear is taking models out before you're able to swing. So you do D3 plus three. Let's say you do the massive six mortal wounds mm -hmm. and the person removes six models. Theoretically, that can pull you out of the three and a half inch well, three-inch pile-in, half-inch engagement range that you need, and now you're just kind of, all you did was six wounds, you didn't even do the melee, you know what I mean? Um, 
So that's my only fear. I mean, it's rare, probably, like it might not happen, but just make sure to play, like for people who play this tactics wise, just realize it can happen. So make sure you like play around that. Because so, that, that absolutely happened with my blood crushers. That's why. See, that's now, I think reason. blood crushers have the problem in a worse way because blood crushers oval is forward facing. Mm. This one is wide. Now, I, you can put a blood crusher in sideways, but from your natural movement and just the natural way you're going to do the model, you're not going to be like Tokyo drifting it around. This <laughs> model is always wide. So um, you do remember in this edition, when you charge someone, you must make base contact if possible. With this one, though, unless if you roll a decent charge, you should be able to get in such a way where you can be touching at least several models to be able to do that three inch and hit quite a few. Um, it is a potential concern, though I will say if they're strung out in such a way where my move, say I get the perfect thing, six mortals, I, I've slammed your unit super far back, three inches forward, I'm not there. Your three inches is probably not going to get that many people in when you come forward as well. Um, so we'll probably be okay. And then there's the consolidate afterwards, like we'll be stuck in. But I'm much more interested in the mortals this thing can put out than its melee attacks. Maybe the the devastating wounds from the slashing claws. But you know, I agree. And on 14 move, you should be able to get crafty enough to give yourself reasonable charges. Because if you need to get a little bit towards the side to charge in to get a better position, you have the sort of move to be able to do that. Um, would you take one or would you take two? Worrying about Movement one, aside. Still, oh, move, oh, where do I move aside to? Absolutely. Okay. For 20, absolutely. But looking at GW's. No, you don't. But the amount of just attack. I mean, goddamn, that's 18 attacks with devastating wounds. That's eight attacks with lethal hits. And 12 attacks that could do two damage at AP minus one. Yeah. You're just going to mow, <laughs> pun intended, mow down infantry and whatever. You they do charge. your job. That's what that means. Yeah. Um, I agree. If I can fit two twenty, I think I would take or two twenty. Is that right? Yeah. If I can fit two twenty, I would take two. If I couldn't, I'm still happy with at least one. And this is my unit that's designed to like finish off their infantry units that I lost battles against. Like, I hit your intercessor squad or whatever it is. I kind of bounced off. You got a few guys left, but you killed the rest of mine out. Boom, this hits in, takes the rest down. Two, I think, is a legitimate um, concern for many infantry units. Again, maybe yeah. not Terminators, but I that's another story. Uh, the, the mortals, no. yes. Your mortal chances will yeah. be good. The rest of it, It's not got so really great. no AP. Although 18 attacks at devastating wounds. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. The devastating part yeah. and the mortals on the way in are what will help you versus Terminus. I wouldn't throw it against like a giant squad, but a squad of five again with two of these guys. Yeah, I could see it. And you have a four pinball save. So you have still decent survivability versus that. And at toughness six, a lot of their good weapons are still only going to be wounding on threes, not the twos where they're getting like everything in. Yeah. And, and you have some other stuff to support with. So um, I like that it makes overall. Sense. It makes sense. And, and the model's pretty cool. That's crazy looking. All right. That is going to take you to the Seeker Chariot. Oh, wait. Is the Seeker Chariot? What is... There is oh, no picture. That's... No, Seeker Chariot has two whips, just like the Exalted HQ thingy, the Torment Bringer. But so there's... it's probably just a Seeker Chariot with a different model put on top. 
I don't know. Someone needs to answer this. It's going to drive me off the wall. Anyway, Secret Chariot. You, oh, 14 so, inch. So this oh, will yeah. be out. This is Tuesday. This will probably be out on Wednesday. Yeah. That's my goal. Josh will probably listen to it, and then he'll be screaming to himself exactly what it is, and we'll find about that on Friday because that's what he did the last it's, time. It's literally about I think something it, we said. It comes down to scribes, my guess is my guess is it's the Secret Chariot of Slanesh, right? And it comes with an extra model if you want to build the Exalted. Yeah. Hi, Ami. <laughs> um, I think that's what it is. It's literally a Secret Chariot. It comes with an extra model. Oh no, it only comes. I'm looking at the fish for right now. It right, comes with two it horses. It comes with two horses. What is this model? <laughs> what is this guy? Oh my god, GW! Like you got me. You got me tilted a little bit. So, um, actually talking about because I mentioned Joshua told me this about we talked last <laughs> last time about the blue scribes because he said he's yelling to himself because the whole idea is the blue scribes hate one another. That's why they're the ones who do the job. They're the only ones that are trusted because they absolutely despise one another. One can um read the magic but can't cast. The other one can cast but cannot read. Oh, that is hilarious. So that's the idea. They must work together and they're odd coupling their way through uh, life. Oh, that is I don't so want to use the word great. life, but life. That is great. Yeah. And by the way, I looked at the Torment Bringer. It's the same sprue, so it only comes to two horses. So I don't know the HQ. I, I literally am flummoxed at the HQ why it has three horses. Still good use front. of the word flummox, though. I like that. That's a good My word. wife would like say it. as good SAT word. <laughs> it is all right secret cherry uh secret cherry you're looking at let me see here 75 or 150 for two right yeah yeah 75 or 150 for two it's probably yeah it's exactly like a health layer just smaller so um it's 14 inch move tough to six save is a four up and vulnerable Inter okay slight side note i've noticed a lot of the slanesh has a four up interval yeah i mean they're their fiends don't and their demonettes don't but no but but a, a lot of their well yeah when you look at this they might not so they didn't give it the vehicle keyword they give it the mounted keyword but it, it's more of treating itself like some of the heavier style vehicle things uh, so yeah getting that four bimble uh, so it's a four bimble seven wounds seven leadership oc3 so instead of having the really cool mortal wound thing that the Hellflare or that the Hellflare has, this has. Wait, did I say seven wounds? I said seven wounds, right? Yeah, seven wounds. Yeah, yeah, right. you were right about that. Um, uh, it has scythed impact each time she makes a charge move until the end of the phase. Melee weapons equipped with this model have in anti infantry four plus. Eh. Well, so the anti infantry four plus isn't bad because remember your slashing yeah. claws are devastating wounds. And it's all oh, so that's, that's right. four up mortals. That is true. That is true. That is true. It, it, it's um, only useful if you have an extra rule. This has that extra rule. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense now. That yeah. I'm more excited for. So it has, by the way, the same range weapons as the Health Layer. So you have a Lash of Torment. I think it's exactly the same, actually. Just Lashes of Torment. Uh, it's one damage. Uh, this, this one damage it? strength. Four. One of them it's is three, it's six one damage. That was one damage, but the uh, the seeker tongues. Oh no, it had bladed axle. That was what was the two damage weapon. Yeah, so it doesn't exactly. have the axle anymore. It doesn't have the axle on it. So it's basically the seeker chariot without the bladed axle. Um, for seventy five points, actually not because of that anti infantry four plus having those nine attacks with slashing claws. Uh, you know, hitting on three strength four AP minus one one damage. Four up, fifty percent mortal wounds. That's you're looking at four to five mortal wounds. 
Yeah. Or yeah. hell, if you take two of these, you're looking at nine mortal wounds. Yeah. Yeah. So about that. So you have nine attacks. So let's assume pure normal statistics. You should get six hits. Of that, about three should be mortals then, because you're getting mortals about fifty percent of yeah. the time. So two of them would be six, but it could—I mean, it could go lower. But you could easily spike to get seven, eight, or nine, or, or something a little bit higher. Yeah. Um, and the tongue's having extra attacks and lethal hits is pretty good. And it's um, every weapon is anti-infantry four up. So if you're going against infantry, even your other extra attacks are at least just auto yeah, exactly. wounding. They might not be mortals, but at least they're auto wounding. So they're wounded on sixes on the hits, and they're wounded on the fours if it's an anti-infantry. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I like this model. I was, I was less impressed because I didn't understand the anti-infantry. Much yeah. more impressed with the and anti-infantry. Seventy-five this is cheap. cheap. A yeah. lot of this is cheap for Slanesh. Um, Slanesh has speed, decent amount of cheapness because they don't tend to have the toughness, and in many cases, the wounds to stick around. Like seven is good. But, you know, 7 is, is still manageable. If you hit this thing with a big gun, some of the big guns can do 7. Um, yeah. And you're, for a vehicle-ish style model, I know mounted, but essentially one of these uh, heavier than an infantry model, toughness 6 is a little light because we know if this was a lot of the other factions, it would be like a toughness 7 sort of thing. This is sitting in like the ballpark range of uh, like land speeder almost kind of stuff. Lance Spirit might have more toughness. I don't remember their toughness on my head. Um, I'll see again. Do you think the reason they're not putting a picture here is because this is what's getting a new model? The model's currently out of stock, and it's the old um, box. They're probably just repackaging it all as one. But again, what annoys me... But why wouldn't they show the picture? Because they already showed the picture for the the HQ, which is the same exact thing. I don't think that matters to them. I think you would see the picture. I think they might be trying to rebox it or or do a new one. What annoys me again is by looking at the... Wait, is that a stock? Temporarily out of stock yet. Yeah. What annoys me is that it only comes with two bodies. And when you look at the Tormentbringer picture on the card, it's three. So maybe that's the new model. Hey, maybe they're like, oh, hold on. Maybe that's the new model. Maybe I, they're I, going crazy for no reason. It's either they forgot the copy or it's going to be something new. They did say you could do as a herald on a secret, essentially secret chariot. I think that's what the Tormentbringer is, is a herald on top of this thing. Or at least that's the way but I would do it. There's a third, but there's a third horsey. That's the problem. Take Where another secret, just slap him right in the middle. <laughs> um, of these two, if I'm running these, I absolutely take two. If yeah. I'm running the Hellflayer, I can get by on one. But yeah. this, I want to because I can put out a lot two. of mortal wounds. Oh yeah, this is oh my god, charging and they both and they get 18 attacks. Ugh. Oh yeah. Yeah, and and you shouldn't theoretically be too worried about getting charged yourself because with 14 move you can play a lot cagier most likely mm-hmm. than your opponent can deep strikers are another case entirely. i mean hell just to remind people you got 14 move and if you're in shadows of the warp you can advance and charge so yes like, <laughs> like yeah. yeah you should be able to d- decide where you're charging or who you're charging a lot more than it's decided for you which means you can go into the good infantry targets um, I really like it. I think it is absolutely a great option. And then we're going to take the same thing and we're going to exalt this bad boy. And we're going to see what happens when this bad boy is so exalted. How many points is it when I make it fancier? What do I do to make it fancier? Do I slap another person on top? So well, I was going to say, it has to be. I don't know. That's yeah. what annoys me. But no, exalted. Is it the exalted or is it exalted? Uh, exalted. It's 115 right. points. 115. So it's yeah. literally right in the middle. 
Yeah, it's almost directly in the middle, but you can only take one. So let's see if taking one is worth it. Um, 14 move again, still the six toughness, still the four up invuls, the seven leadership. It's five objectives this time. The big thing is it's 12 wounds now instead. So it gained uh, five wounds. Um, Infernal engine of engines, plural, of torment. In the fight phase, as this model is finished making its attacks, if one or more enemy units were destroyed as a result of those attacks, every enemy within six inches of this model must take a battle shock test. Let's get into what its attacks do before we talk about if that's good or not. Uh, it has the same lash ranged weapon. Cool. Um, it has the exalted, sorry, slash and claws. So it's claws this time with the devastating wounds. It's 14 of them instead of the nine that we've been seeing. So it has uh, like not quite two more, almost two more. One of them's missing like the top of the crab claw, I guess, or something. Um, it has exalted secret tongues, better than the other ones, supposedly. Extra attacks, lethal hits. There's eight of them. Hits on fours, strength four, one damage. So that's actually the same. So it's like the other ones we've seen, except it gets a few more attacks on its two profiles that's giving it the attacks. Um, why would I take this when I could take two secret yeah. rights? I hate to be like that, and I'm not trying to be a metagaming prick, but like, why? Because <laughs> well, it's... Even not metagaming wise, even if we say like you're, you know, we're, we're playing for fun because I try to play for fun. I if I play in a tournament, if it doesn't say it's friendly, I avoid it like the plague. That's just because of who I am and, and, and what I personally like. When I look at this, the other one, one feels like a worse choice, or this one, I should say, my apologies. This one feels like a worse choice, and its ability it has doesn't excite me. And the problem I have with its ability is. All right, if it destroys a mo- uh, destroys enemy unit, I can battle shock some people around me. And this is an army that likes to do battle shock, especially if you're in your shadow. Great. The problem is 14 attacks with some devastating wounds on one damage. I'm, and you, my exalted seeker is getting some extra attacks. I, I don't feel this has a good shot at destroying units unless they're already very injured. And if they're already very injured, it might be an area where I'm already doing well and kind of cleaning up. So the battle shock is just going to make me win a little more. Um, if, if they fail battle shock, then you also get the D3 mortal wounds. Well, I, I agree, but it's it's it's, it's this model's <sighs> ability to kill a unit is my problem. You know, if I'm going against a weakened unit, sure. But if, if I'm going against a, a, an average unit, one, 14 attacks, so we're looking... Um, we're hitting what two thirds of those, so we're getting like ten ish or so hits on them, devastating. So we're getting like two mortals, strength four, maybe you know, like I, I don't know if it's going to. The secret chariots rule helps it anytime it's working. Yeah, this rule only helps if I'm already winning somewhere, because this thing I don't think is going to be killing stuff out for you. No. Uh, Not for its points cost is my problem. Yeah. I would rather again, spend again, the extra the for two seekers. The problem is, the problem is, yeah, I'd rather take two seekers. Sorry. Yeah. Honestly, even one seeker saved myself the points, and now I can put one of those characters with the demonettes because together that would be about the points cost that this thing would run. Um. I mean, it's fine, especially if you have these ultimate. I I really like the just the normal secret chariots. I think you get more out of them. I think they feel more interesting. 
And I think Infernal Engines is going to let you down more than it's going to end up exciting you. Um, all right. Well, that's all right. We don't have to like everything. All right. So we are out of the units that are declared for a particular god. So now we're going to look at the ones that anyone can take. Not that you couldn't mix before, but these are essentially the anythings. So you're taking Bellacor because you keep running him as your crutch. Tell us about your crutch. Well, to be fair, okay. So first of all, tell me about your okay. crutch. First of all, I didn't used to run him. Second of all, so so you only did I... it when he got meta and good. Is that what no, you're, no, you're he saying? was way more meta. No, he was way more meta in ninth edition. <laughs> um, no, no. The only reason I run him, and I think I told you this, was because it's him or a uh, Shalexi. And because I can't run another Scarbrand, I can't run another Bloodthirster. So the only way to run another Kaiju is take two Demon Princes, which I do now, right? You do. Well, no, I, I, sorry. I take two Demon Princes, sorry. Hmm. Is to either take Bellacor or Shalaxi. That is the only way that I could play my list because I can't fit any other big corn demons in there. Or a knight. I could take a knight as well. You, you so I just take Bellacor. There's other units that exist in the world. Well, true, but the kaiju list, the theme is take take big. a crazy one of these crazy seeker things. There you go. Their base isn't big enough. <laughs> That's base is pretty big. It is though. It's stupid. All right, so Bellacool. Or <laughs> he's three something, right? He's like three fifty. Uh I gotta look him up. Three twenty five. Is it three twenty five? A lot okay. of the named characters are cheaper than what I thought. I think they because I think the they board. want people using named characters. I think it's very intentional well, that named characters are cheap. I was going to say, someone explained to me, and I really like the way they explained it. It's because now you can take leaders and squads, right? Mm -hmm. So now it's almost a mandatory tax for... So yeah, inf some infantry got cheaper, but not really, because now you're running them with leaders. Yeah. And so the leaders got cheaper. So they're still more expensive, but the leaders went down because, you know, if I'm taking Trajan with three Wardens, oh, only three, you know... Well, actually, uh, hold on. Did I do that math right? Yes. No, six Wardens. Six Wardens is 300 points, right? Before, Six Wardens was like, you know, 400, 500 points. But now it's only 300. But now I'm taking Trajan. Oh, crap. Now I'm like, you know, 400 again. It's back to the same. I don't know if that made any oh, sense. Oh, yes. All I know, though, is when your foot set stopped, that is the position where Bellacor carried you to your wins. So tell me about him. Very true. So Bellacor. Bellacor is, for those who don't know, by the way, Bellacor is a demon that is wishing to basically, I think, become the next god, if I'm not mistaken. I but he basically is a demon prince loved by all gods. Weirdly enough, lost all the characters for all the gods. He used to have keyword corn, Nurgle, Slanesh, and Zinch. Lost all that. So interesting that they did that. Uh, made sense, though. Um, sorry, Bellacor. Movement 12, toughness 10, uh, is a four-up save, 18 wounds, six leadership, and OC5. So he's kind of, he's basically a greater demon-ish. Yeah. Not as many wounds as the named demons, not as high toughness. He's like a Slanesh level, but he's a better demon prince. He is a demon, thicker demon prince, right? So he's got a couple of things with him. He's got Deadly Demise D6 as kind of like all the bigger ones. He's got Deep Strike. He has Stealth. So he's That's minus big. one to be shot at. Um, he has the Dark Master Aura. So basically anything within six inches of him is considered to be within your Shadows of Chaos. Which you never remember. So, which I never remember. Well, mostly to be fair, it's because I own the midfield anyway. <laughs> so I always forget this. Wait, wait, so a, so, wait a humble brag there. Go ahead. Yeah, wait a humble brag. Got beat by opponent's ass. No, no. Um, I, I, I own the middle midfield by turn one, turn two. 
So it's, I always forget this, but I should start remembering it when I start like taking into tournaments because I'm going to start facing like Eldar and stuff like that where I'm not, I don't want to be as aggressive. Um, and then shadow form. So shadow form, you select one shadow form at the start of the battle round. Um, I want to point out, by the way, it's the start of the battle round, which if I'm not mistaken, I think I've been playing this wrong. I mean, it's not at the start of your battle round. No, it's at the you start don't of have the a battle, battle round. You have a turn. That's what I thought. Okay. Yes. I just want to make sure I wasn't cheating because some people, some things are at the start of your turn, right? Yeah. So I just want to make sure. So you select one of the shadow abilities. Uh, I'll go over the shadow abilities right now, even though they're yeah. kind of on the bottom. Oh, sorry. He does have a bracket. He subtracts one from the hit roll when he goes to one to six. So the shadow abilities. I've used two of these and one of these I've never used. <laughs> you could probably guess which one. So Wreath and Shadow. Basically, um, when a friendly Legion Demonica unit is within six inches of this model, that unit can only be targeted by range attacks if attacking model is within 18 inches. This is the one I use the most. Yeah. This is this saves your now again. This is less effective when you run a normal demon army. When you have like multiple units, you, know, you won't be able to get everyone within six. Exactly. You can get a lot, but you won't be able to fit everyone. Or when you're would, doing nor would you stupid, want to. Yeah, when you're doing my stupid kaiju list, yeah, that makes sense that all of them are in there. But um, it's not wholly within either. So you just need a toesy touch in. So yeah, this is amazing. Turn one. If you lose turn one, they can't target you unless you're within 18. If they get within 18, then congratulations. Almost all your big beasties, except your great unclean one, move super fast. Um, is this the one I use? I'm trying to remember. Let me let me read it. And the second one, uh, it's called Paul of Despair. And the battle shock step of your opponent's command phase, if an enemy unit is below starting strength, is within six inches of this model, that unit must make a battle shock test for the purposes of this ability. If the unit has a starting strength of one, it is considered to be below its starting strength while it lost one or more wounds. Yeah. So you rather than under half, you battle shock if you've taken any damage. Any damage within whatsoever. six inches of him. Uh, and that's, yes, I have used that, Ball of Despair. Um, oh, no, 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 I've used the next one, Shadow Lord, because I monsters that have to take Battle Shock. The last one you could choose is Shadow Lord. Uh, units within six inches can reroll Battle Shock and Leadership Test taken for that unit, if you're within six. Uh, Legion Demonica, which I've used before. Like, when you're, once you're in close combat or you're within 18, I switch to this aura because it's like, okay, my monster already took like eight, 12 wounds. I don't want him to fail battle shock. I really need him to re-roll it in case he battle shocks himself. I don't think I've used Paul of Despair yet. Um, but would I? There's Over nothing wrong with it. If you, yeah, if, if he's in just a position, just haven't had a chance for it. Yeah, if he's in a position where you have a lot of enemy units near you, they're probably injured. This is an army that gets D3 immortals yeah. when they fail Battleshock, and a lot of armies don't want to fail ones. it because of the yeah, because of the other bad parts that happen. So yeah. No, no. Um, all right. So range weapon, he's got a couple. He's got specifically two one, but he can switch between two shot uh, two things. It's basically betraying shades. Uh again, you can go between hazardous and not hazardous. Uh, I think the difference is they both get devastating, they both get ignored. It, it, all right, so the rules don't change. So yeah. they're both 18 inches. It goes from nine to 12 attacks, from five to six strength, from AP two to AP three, but it's only damage one. Uh, I have hazarded this before just mm. to get the extra AP, and it does help. Um, but if it's like, if strength six isn't going to, like, let's say the guy's tough to seven, cough, cough, Alaris Terminators from Custodians, uh, and the AP three is not going to matter, then I just don't hazard this. It's just good for like varying play. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I can get to the AP2, I can get to the AP3, whatever. Melee weapons, uh, he's got a... So, oh, this also I always forget, by the way. Uh, you'll see in a second. So Strike he's got has lethal a, hits and you don't remember that? Yep, 100% always forget. Um, so he's got a blade. He can strike or sweep it. So you get six or 14 attacks, which is weird, by the way. Usually the sweeps get double. Mm-hmm. Not sure why this goes to 14. Hmm. I thought it was a misprint at first, but whatever. Uh, so he goes six or 14. They both hit on twos. Strength 14 or strength eight. AP four or AP minus three. D6 plus one damage or one damage. And I will say real quick, the sweep is surprisingly nasty. Most of the sweeps that you've seen have been one damage with the exception of like one, two damage from Scarbrand. Mm. So you're thinking of oh, one damage, but if you notice all the sweeps have been negative one red, like the, the strike has always been negative four and the sweep has always been negative one. Yeah. His sweep is negative three, which yeah. is interesting. You don't do tons of damage per, per hit, but you have a lot of hits and it's very likely that you will damage them. Yes. So it's I it's funny I will actually sweep a unit of intercessors, um, only because that AP minus three still makes them a six up save, and even though it takes two of them to kill them, I'll still kill probably more intercessors with the sweep. Yeah, well you figure you've more than doubled your attacks, you're still wounding on twos either way at the strength eight, they get a save instead of having none. Um, it's it, it's a trade off. You'd have to do the math. It probably on average dice it probably comes out a little bit ahead. But it has the chance of coming out much further ahead because you have over twice the amount of attack. So you statistically exactly. can go spike much higher. Yeah, that's that's Bellacor. Um, honestly, the re- he so he was more auto take last, like literally auto take last edition. Yes, it was called Codex Bellacor for a reason. Less auto take, but still as much auto take as many of the named characters are. He's no, I'll put it this way like, he's no more auto take than Trajan or Shalexi if you're playing Slanesh or Scarbrand if you're playing Korn. Um, yeah, but can so you make far, I don't see Bellacor? games people talk about without those. Either no, there have been. I've seen, so I've been tournaments without Bellacor. There have been tournaments without Bellacor. Um, there was a weird one where Demon got fifth without Bellacor. Right. There really haven't been demons on the top five. I've been following a, a lot of the uh, the Meta Mondays and stuff just to see yeah. their their cast demons. Cast demons are sitting at a healthy, very healthy, forty eight to fifty percent win rate. I'm happy with that. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's what you want. Fifty percent exactly. is ideal. I hate when it goes higher, like sixty seven. Like right now, Jesus are at seventy five percent or seventy percent. Since the Elder I haven't Earth. looked much through them. I'll have to look through them. Jesus we won't discuss it here, but I gotta look through yeah, them. So we won't discuss it here. So well. But the TLDR, Dave, is that the recursion of Gene Seal Army hmm. uh, uh, with oh, the mortal the wound of yeah. application? Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay. Um uh, but yeah, no, he's he is still as auto-take as you know many of the other named characters are. You could still build an army without him, but if you take him, he absolutely is amazing. He's, Just alone, not yeah. He's never making your list worse. No. Um, to me, the idea of auto take is not that I must take it, but if it always will make me better, like no matter my list, no matter what way you put your demon list together, if you want, if you have the points and want to throw him in, your list has gotten better and your list has probably gotten better more than what you could spend that last like three something on anyway. So said reads and shadows alone is worth the price of admission Yes, because it's a, a shooting edition. Percent. 
a thousand that has saved my ass on so many occasions because you the opponent on the turn one let's say they take turn one has to make a choice if they take a shooting army they will have to move in 18 inches and if they move in 18 inches i move 12 i don't even have to advance in charge if i want to i can advance in charge but i don't even need to advance in charge yeah so it is an it is a very big save ability or i've used this to get behind buildings in the midfield it's just it's a really neat ability yeah i mean he, he is good and a surprisingly cool model i will admit it now yeah, now that's I like your the own head it. yeah the head is actually what got me to like it the chains thank god i took out all the chains though so stupid Ugh. yeah so dumb all right anyway um, from that, I had a soul grinder at one point. I had some demon stuff, and apparently got, got rid of it. They all. actually got good. Uh, people, soul grinder is really good. I so, think. fun fact: they actually got a base now. Do you know what the base size is? Good for them. Do you know what the base size is? Do you know what the largest not, base GW makes? Not off the top of my head now. So, your own clean one is one thirty. That is okay. not the biggest. One sixty. It is a one hundred and sixty millimeter base. It's a big base. It's fucking massive. <laughs> yeah, um, he is two fifteen, so he's also a pretty good price. So yeah, this is price. your vehicle. Um, so he is eight moves, so pretty quick actually. Uh, toughness eleven, like a vehicle. He has a three up save, but also four up invul, so he actually does have a better armor. So I want to mention that. Fourteen wounds, seven leadership. He's five objectives. Um, he is deadly demise D three. He is a scuttling walker. So, um. I'll read it, and then we'll make sure we understand this distinction. Each time this model makes a normal or advanced move, it can move over friendly and monster vehicles and terrain features that are four inches or less in height as if they were not there. Normally, infantry can move over monsters and vehicles, but not vice versa. Uh, and they and monster vehicles can move over the infantry, um, but they can't move over each other, so monster can't go over another monster and stuff like that. Exactly. He can do it over his own friendly. So you can't do it over enemy, but you can at least still go over your friendlies. What the what the hell monster is only four inches tall? What monster? Uh, probably some of the secret chariots. Oh, are they? Some of those oh, chariots. Because remember, in the game, you don't count like crazy things that are sticking off a model. So like if your whip is in the air, you don't count the whip. So um, those models, I bet, are four or less. There's probably actually quite a few if you don't count... Um, all the extras off of people. All right, so um, I'll go over his melee first, and then we'll talk about his range, because his range depends on what god you align him to. So he starts with an Iron Claw, five attacks, hits on three, strength 16, AP minus three, D6 plus two. So he essentially has a close combat last cannon, for all intents and purposes. Yeah. Um, he comes with a Warp Sword, but you can replace it with the work claw if you want. The sword is three attacks, hits on three, strength eight, AP minus two, D6 damage. The claws, and these are both extra, will give you double the attacks, so six attacks, same strength, same to hit. It's AP minus one, but a flat two. Um, I can see that absolutely being a trade-off. Me personally, I would probably go with the sword. The reason I'm going with the sword is because my claw is already wanting to be anti-big heavy items. So yeah. I want the D6 damage rather than the flat two to give myself the ability to spike four or five damage additional onto your, you know, vehicles or walkers or whatever it is I'm swinging. Yeah. Um, you get less attacks with it, but I'm, I'm okay with that. All right. So range weapons. It comes base with a harvester cannon. 
So that's 36 inch range, three attacks, hits on three, strength 10, AP one, and does three damage. So respectable damage. gun. Yeah, damage three is pretty respectable, yeah. actually. Now, the big thing with this guy is depending on when you pick him, you have to select one of the gods to align yourself to. Depending on which one you select, you get an additional range weapon. For Korn, you're going to get the Torment of Burning Blood, Zinch is Warp Gaze, Nurgle's Flame Bombardment, Slanesh is Scream of Despair. So, for Korn, uh, yep, good, just making sure we're in the right spot. For Korn, that Torment of Blood it ignores covered torrents, a torrent weapon with 2d6 shots, strength 5, AP minus 1, 1 damage. It's Scarbrand's Flame Weapon. Yes, that's what that's Scarbrand exactly is. Yeah. yeah. Um, to me, so, uh, well, so to me, the problem I kind of see with that is it starts, you can split shots of different things, but it muddles a little bit of his main targets. A lot of his other stuff is going for big, heavy things, and that weapon really isn't, but that's okay. Um, if you go Nurgle, Flame Bombardment, it's a blast, indirect fire, although your other weapon, you need sight, but at least you can indirect to someone trying to hide out. And lethal hits, 36 inch range, it's D6 plus one shots hits on three strength seven ap minus one two damage um very nice in terms of that lethal hits and the indirect fire because you can target the unit they were attempting to keep out of line of sight maybe their weaker backfield objective holder and with strength seven decent chance of wounding some of those like lighter units ap minus one with a flat two damage you're going to start cutting down models that way if you go slanesh scream of despair it's devastating wounds and also sustain hits one 24-inch range again, six shots, hitting on threes. It's strength nine, AP minus two, two damage. Um, does quite that good. That was really good. It, yeah. it matches the Harvester Cannon well, so you can kind of plow them both into the same target. If you want to split this off into like some two-wound-style infantry, probably wounding on twos. They're not getting a great save at the minus two. You're really plinking them down. So pretty good one. Got um, some devastating with sustained hits. Yes, yeah, and the Devastating Wounds is great. If you can get one of those off, just throw mortals on people. Um, the one, not surprising, the one I like the most is Warp Gaze, the Zinch one. But the reason being, <laughs> it is Blast, which is nice. 40-inch um, range, so it's the longest one. D3, number of shots, hits on threes. It's Strength 12, AP minus 2, D6 minus 2. So you are essentially, again, you're firing like it, a last... Minus 2, plus 2, plus 2. Sorry, plus 2, my, my solid shit. D6 plus 2. The reason I somewhat like it the most is it go pairs very nicely with the Harvester Cannon, and it pairs very nicely with the way I want to run his close combat stuff. I'm using... So, when I look at demons, when I look at what I want my original unaligned stuff to do, because I'm going to align it, but what originally starts as unaligned, the biggest thing I think a lot of stuff that demons lack is, a is, is spots where they take out the really big items, the really big enemies, the really heavy vehicles. They have certain things, but I'm not necessarily wanting to dedicate my 400-point giant monster to go take down, you know, your vehicle. And exactly. I can't always put my other items or other units at it because they might struggle even against, you know, a... Uh, a uh, a rhino, yeah. you know, if you think about it, because of the toughness and save stuff like that, where this guy can fill what to me is a gap that they have, which is good, reliable anti tank. I mean, again, if you take one of the other gods, you and can get some more infantry stuff. But go ahead. I mean, for two fifteen, that's a nice vehicle. And just for 
I will say, because again, I've been following the tournaments. This has seen tournament play and in pretty good lists going, you know, four, one or three, two. Yeah, the the list I built had two play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm oh, not going to think that they, they have nothing else to deal with vehicles, but like I want, I want my 300 plus point greater demon to be able to target whatever I want. You got a big yeah. heavy unit of um, Terminators. You got your cool special character. That's where I want to be able to go. I don't want to have to go and hit their okay-ish vehicle because my other guys aren't going to do much to it. Maybe, you know, not even really tie it down. This guy in range can cut them down potentially. And if he gets close to melee, he can. Or if someone else comes into him, his weapons are good enough to really make them decide, do I rush at this guy? So I am a huge fan of Soul Grinder, like I said. In my list that I built, I took two. Um, I purposely right. didn't take Bellacor though because I didn't want to. I wanted to kind of vary it up, but I, 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 I know, yeah. Grinders. In our games, we're not gonna take Bellacor. I, I yeah, I'm not taking. No, I, I I took that. And I think I took a, a Demon Prince as well because I just wanted to test it out. Um, I, I don't know when we'll record that, but we'll do that. Soon. Yeah, I, I have my list. I can't remember if I fit a Demon Prince in or not. Uh, speaking of Demon Prince, let's talk about the Walking Demon Prince. Which side note? I it's think better. This is probably one of the coolest. No, 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 no. I've had my winged one. Wait, hold on. Talk, wait, 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 wait. All I right. like my winged one a lot. Um, he's a goddamn missile is what he is. But um, no, so uh, probably one of the best kits GW has put out. I absolutely The new one is very kit. nice, but that one just, face is goofy. It's awful. Oh, so stupid. It. But you saw mine, right? You saw the demon. I'm sure the, I have. The different heads. Yeah, the, the one with the wings. I'm, I'm, again, I'm sure I have. Oh, God. Um, I edited <laughs> um, our... You, you, no, you didn't play it in that game versus Josh, so I might not have stared at it. Up close. Oh, that's right. It was against the Grey Knights player. That's where you would have seen it. Yes. Uh, Dan. So anyway, yeah, movement eight, toughness 10, uh, two up save. So it is different from the invulnerable. Two up save, four up invulnerable. Uh, 10 wounds, leadership six, OC three. It's 215 is, points. Oh, yeah, 215. Yep. Deadly demise D3, deep, uh, so deep strike. So he is the Prince of Darkness. He basically all Legion Demonica units within six inches of this model now have stealth. Mwah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. This is that automatically is amazing. He doesn't just grant stealth to himself, he grants stealth to everyone, which is amazing. So uh, he also once per battle at the start of any phase. Um, until the end of that phase, you get a three up and vulnerable, which is good. It, it's good for tanking. Um, you can choose four, four of the demonic allegiances. So if you're corn, you add two to the strength characteristic of your hellforged weapons, which are your melee weapons. If you're zinch, you add three to the attack characteristic of your infernal cannon, which is your gun. Uh, which actually I should say. So if you're if you're corn, you go from strength eight to strength ten for the strike, and strength six to strength eight for the sweep. Mm. For Zinch, you go from three attacks to six attacks for the gun. Mm. If you're Nurgle, you add plus one to the model's toughness. You go from toughness 10 to toughness 11. And if you're still in Nesh, you add two inches of movement. So you go from eight to 10. Uh, for his weapons, he's got actually pretty good weapons. 24-inch Infernal Cannon, three attacks, hits on two, strength five, AP one, do damage. Again, nice little plinker. Like, I think it's a heavy bolter. Three shots. It, it's yeah, it's like a giant. Five AP one. Two. Yeah, it's heavy bolter. It's heavy yeah. bolter. Um, and then Hellforge weapons. So you could strike or you could sweep, which is great. You have six attacks hitting on twos. That's strength eight, AP two, three damage. 
or 14 attacks, again, very much Bellicor. Oh, you got where do you get the extra attacks from? 14 attacks hitting on to uh to strength six AP zero one damage. Um for 215, an absolute steal and an actual good model to, to run with your demons. Granting six inch stealth, remember it's only to the model. So if you get a smidgen of that model, it grants it to the unit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just an amazing, amazing model for 215. He's a little slow, um, but he well, matches the speed of all your stuff. To your list of where every, almost everything flies. Well, no, 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 no. But he was no. Well, I'm saying I'm not. Inclu- I'm not talking about my kaiju list. But I'm saying he is. A, he, he looks a little slow. Let me phrase it. He looks slow at eight inches, but he matches the speed of everyone else. And if you're Slanesh, he goes ten inches anyway, so he's going to match the speed. Um. And with a three up and vulnerable, he will tank stuff if they decide to shoot him. Yeah. So yeah, no, he's great. Absolutely. There's really not much to say about him. He's just a good, good model. So which allegiance won? Well, who was the winner? Man. So uh, okay. Don't you can't sit on a fence. They're sharp on top. No, of no, the I'm not sitting on the fence. The only reason I'm I'm struggling is because it depends on the local meta, right? So not a lot. You're of going somewhere more- you don't know what the meta is going to look like. Oh. Which one do you like most? Or instead, you could tell me which one you like the least. If there's oh, one that Zinch, you feel Okay, so Zinch. It's Zinch or Slanesh I'm not liking. The, I'm, I'm liking the least. Probably Slanesh because 10-inch move, meh, it's an extra two inches. Sure, it matters sometimes, but it's the least effective. Um, Zinch, adding three extra shots to your Infernal Cannon is cool, but... It's a six-shot heavy bolter. You'll maybe kill a Marine, maybe two. If you're lucky, you want to be in melee with him is where you want to be, or at least nearby. Um, the Nurgle one or the Corn one are my favorite. Nurgle adding plus one toughness is actually scarily good. Um, it all of a sudden makes any of the uh, strength 10 weapons that were targeting him now needing fives, which is great. Now, um, and, is there a oh, lot of strength 10 weapons in the game? There's a lot of strength 10. Okay, that's a lot of strength 9. And then when you start getting like to last cannon, that's 12. Okay. Because that's what I was wondering. The Nurgle is nice, the one extra toughness. But I wasn't... Or even even strength 5, it helps a lot. Because now... Or or strength... No, 5 was no, still, matter for, still no, doing there's it There's no break before. point yet. Yeah. Yeah, there's no break point for it. It models for... The, it matters for the shooting. I can't think of any strength 10... Melee. Although I know that knights, right? Knights have strength twenty on the lance, so now you're wounded on threes. Yeah, Nur- Nurgle might be not necessarily a sneaky good pick, but there is definitely it's, games where it, it'll play. Yes. There's games where it'll do nothing because they weren't hitting with high strength stuff. Exactly. But there's gonna be some games where you're gonna shift that die by one. As much as I hate, and people will probably roll their eyes, I think. Corn is the best pick. I agree. I think Corn is the best pick. Because you want to be close enough to your models to provide the stealth. You want him in melee because he is a monster, so he's going to get shot anyway. So might as well get that minus one. Um, And he goes from strength eight to strength ten, which is a break point. Yes. That is a break point. Or you go from strength six to strength eight. That is a break point. So I think Corn is the best on this one. He starts becoming even like a reliable Terminator killer. Terminators without shields are toughness five, three wounds. He will get to yep. wound them on twos now with the AP minus yep. two. So he, um, the Slanesh I do like as well. But honestly, 
Um, the reason I'm not as big on fan on Zinj or Slanesh is because if the other stuff on my list is faster, then I'm probably just uh, advancing anyway with this guy. So I wasn't going to be shooting. And exactly. my advance is going to get me the few extra inches to get me to the position I want to be at. Yep. Although, so, okay, so Zinj, remember, monsters can shoot into combat. Yes. So maybe getting an extra three shots on a cannon might be good to be stuck in combat. Eh? So, it's, hey, okay. It's it's something. It's not it's not useless. It's not the like I said, when we say worse, it's not like don't ever take this. It's so useful. Well, let's face it. If you're taking a mono god, you're gonna take him to asphyxiate to the god that you have. Exactly. All the choices will fit their respective sides well. If you're running a mix list though, I would probably most likely run him as corn because I'm gonna want that extra strength to really be able to get through some models rather yep. than a little bit faster, maybe the tougher. But I'm I'm more worried about being able to deal good damage. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, so the very last thing we have here then is for 20 points cheaper. This one's 195. And we are taking a look at the Demon Prince slaps some wings on this bro. Uh, he's now moved 12. Um, toughness 9, so he loses a toughness. Still the 2-up save. He is 10 wounds. Was he 10 before? Yeah. Okay, good. The only thing that goes down is he goes up and move down in toughness. Okay, thank you. Um, and his objective control is 3. Wasn't it 5 before? Or was it 3? No, 3. three okay. Three. All right, thank you. Um, he has deadly demise D3, of course. So for his abilities, he has malefic destruction. Once per battle at the start of the fight phase, this model can use this ability. If it does, until the end of the phase, as three to the characteristics. Its weapon is the same one we just saw, but you can get plus three attacks on all of it. So you can be nine attacks with your big strike or um, 17 attacks with a sweep. Once per battle, but you choose the right time, that can absolutely be huge. Harbinger Death. Each time this model is selected to fight, selects one of the following abilities. Until the end of that phase, this model's Hellforge weapon had that abilities. So you can give your melee weapons lethal hits, precision, or sustained hits one. Precision, baby. And that's what I was talking about. He, I think he's a secret good pick. 12-inch move, run him with your big boys, and then you just toss him at a character squad, blow the nine attacks at AP minus two, three damage with precision. You might just nuke that character down. You could. If, if your goal is character hunting, this one is obviously one of the better character hunters that you have outside of like uh, some of the crazy like Slanesh, Slanesh stuff uh, that we've talked yeah. about. But so this one is very good for characters. Um, lethal hits is really good, especially with that strike, especially on the turn when you get the extra three. Sustained hits is useful as well. I see sustained hits maybe being really good on the sweep. Maybe that's the one I want because I'm already getting so many attacks. Get a few extras. Tough, uh, strength six, I'm going at a lighter target if I'm sweeping it. Um, weapons are what we just saw. Demonic allegiances are exactly the same things we just saw. Exactly the same. Um, I think so, for the stealth, I like the other one a little more. The other one supports my army. This one helps himself. And I already have a lot of pieces that want to help themselves. I want someone who helps my army. In a mixed... I say you take the one without wings. In a mono, I would actually take both. But say you had to only take one. Because I like making you make tough decisions. No, no. I would take the one without wings. Okay, uh, so if you're, if you're grabbing one, I'm probably Nurgle. no wings. Unless I'm Nurgle. 
Nurgle's main problem is it lacks damage and character assassination. So if I'm Nurgle, I would actually take the one with wings. And I'm speed. Normalizes. In speed. So I will take wings with Nurgle. Yeah. If I was Corn. Corn, I want I want it to be harder to shoot me because I'm really yeah, not shooting much and I, I need to get to there. Shoot. Zinch, probably again harder to shoot because they're mostly shooting. Yes. Slanesh can go either way. So Slanesh can go either way because their character killer is only Shalexi, really. That's their only character killer. Um, so if I toss him in the list, now my opponent is like, oh shit, he's got two people that with precision. So... In Slanesh, I actually probably won the one with wings, believe it or not. I could see that with Just Slanesh. Be- because Slanesh yeah. has the speed to get there before they're getting shot up quite as much. Exactly. Although they're not as tough. In general, their toughness is lower. So that minus one on to hit, because they're tending to wound you on a plus one and on... You know, like your demonettes versus their bolters and stuff like that, compared to what it would be for other ones. Hmm. The other thing is, you were talking about how that plus one toughness was so big. So this thing being toughness nine compared to the ten, that could be a pretty de- yes, decent. Yes, that's break point. A, that's an actual break point. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to do one, I think I would still do the one on foot in general. But I absolutely see the spots for this one. And if I wanted to run two, I am taking one of each. And this one's going to go that once per game with the precision to go hunt down your characters all the rest of the time. Maybe lethal hits just to get some auto damage into people. But All right. All right. I am glad that we waited till today to get through this because it took us about an extra hour. So it would have been like a midnight by this yeah. point. But we're on to... Final thoughts related to all of this. So, yeah, you play demons. Yeah, I like them a lot. I think from last, so I played them last edition very rarely because uh, that was more me playing custodies because I didn't. I was still painting the demons as well. Now mm-hmm. that they're all done, I and I did play them. Last, I like them this edition. They're very thematic, especially with the shadows of the war. Uh, shadows of uh, not shadows of the warp. God damn it! Shadow, uh, shadow of chaos. <laughs> shadows of chaos. Stupid tyrannids. Um, Their stratagems are pretty damn good. Even like even additional minus one rend in the fight phase, right? Or mm. shooting phase, or sh- shooting phase, or fight phase. That's still great. You know, going from rend two to rend three, or rend one to rend two. That's massive. In case you're playing space marines with armor of contempt. Their enhancements are all great. You know, four feel of pain, adding two to the attacks, uh, killing a model, regaining a wound. That's actually really good on these demon princes if you're running Slanesh. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That would actually be really Uh, good on one of these because you you can put them into the right things and then 10 wounds, you can make it a lot more survivable. Yep. Um, And then the, the, the different demons just play exactly how you would think they would. Um, they just play great. You know, Corn is a beast. He no longer does Scarbrand get worse as he gets wounded or, you know, blood thirsters go to four up to hit, right? They will hit you on a two. Oh, are they wounded? They will still hit you on a two because they get plus one to hit. Maybe a three if you give them like minus two to hit. So it's like they will hit and they will hit hard. You know, Nurgle, 
is just a beef stick. Zinch is really annoying because he just has a lot of ranged firepower. And Slanesh does a disgusting amount of mortal wounds. And then you have, of course, the unaligned. Soul Grinder finally is a model you can play and it works. It just feels good. This is a mm. good middle. Like, it's not, you know, super S broken Eldar bullshit list. It's not super S tier. Like, oh man, they get like a 60 to 70% win rate. No, it's, it's good. This feels good good to play army and like i said out of the whole what 118 pages right hold on 116 pages yeah, we were meh about what three units yeah maybe two yeah we were we Shows were overall you great at, at least flat to positive on everything but about three things yeah so i mean like that's internal balance in my opinion and the points yeah. are okay like this is this is i really really hope that they don't because no one's towering here gw don't change it but this was a great like good army um that's from what that's you've really seen so far does it seem like more of in tournament play it's more of a mix or does it seem a little more mono? it is there are literally two lists okay that have been doing top table one list is you take all the named characters. Yeah, I remember you told me uh, so about that one. Yeah. yeah, and then the other one was a mix, and it's a weird mix. Okay, it's a, it's like two units of flamers. Um, you have some demonettes, your blood crushers. You have plague bearers, and then mm -hmm. a couple greater demons here and there with like two soul grinders. It's a very weird. But basically, you're selecting like okay, you're grabbing, the, you're grabbing the best part, and you're deciding what they need to do. Exactly. Your demonets are going to rush forward to grab far objectives. Your plague bearers are going to hold on to the objectives as you walk forward. You're going to corrupt your backfield. Are, yep. Yeah, crushers are going to be there to push the forward and protect yep. because they're going to smack into the things that are going along. Your Soul grinders are going to take out their ranged damage dealers. So no, that, that list, that idea makes sense to me. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, no, um, I love the way they play. Uh, like I said, I played custodians twice and just, I don't know. They weren't fun to there. It seemed like my opponents didn't have fun. And so far I played my demons. I mean, I've played the Kaiju list and even though I've won so far, I haven't seen anyone really upset that I've won like that I've seen. Like you could tell when someone's kind of salty, like, oh, man, I lost that game. But so far, it's been like people laugh because it's like when you like, when you kill a bloodthirster and it goes crazy and does six mortal wounds to everyone around him like an idiot. Um, I don't know. It's just it, it seems like a really fun army to play. And there's so many different things you can do with this. And you could yeah. play Mono God and it works. I think that's the biggest thing. So what my takeaway from this, I... I um, so when I think about an army like this, I would always, at least in my, my viewpoint, the way I put it together, start with a more sort of monocot and then build from there. And depending on what I want to do with it, I'll alter it. Um, I do think all the monogods can work. I think some are a little bit better than others, and I think some of them have very, very different play styles. I think with it being a bit of a shooting addition, um, some might struggle a little more than others, but I think it's absolutely viable. I think there's a good variety of each of these units in there so you can run them that way and i think if you're doing a mix there's good cherry picking out of all of them if you're not going for you know and, and what you would want to pick whether you're going competitive or more friendly 
still the choice makes sense. Like you're probably going to want some plague bearers because they're good objective control and they're harder to shift. Okay, they do a really good job. You look at Sunesh. Well, oh, I need some stuff with some speed. Oh, they got some good options. Maybe those secret chariots because of what they can do. And hey, they give me mortals, and I, I need a little bit of that. You know, um, the different greater demons. Those you could kind of just grab whichever one you like the most because they all maybe serve a little bit of a different purpose, but they all can do the job well. They can all do the, you know, get into a, a bigger target, maybe other than, um, than you know, Zinchian ones, but all the rest of them, they can get into a target, they can hurt someone in melee, all of that. So I, I, I see the mixture as doing well. I do think overall, I'm, well, I'm not surprised at all what you're saying, the two sort of top table lists that we're seeing right now. Because I think a lot of the named ones have a lot of very good abilities, and named is probably a little under-costed overall. And if you're not wanting to run that, although I will say, probably the named one, if you misplay something, it might hurt a little bit more, because you need them to support each other in very particular ways because of abilities and everything like that. So... um you won't always be able to rely on your higher toughness and all to kind of get you through if they can hurt your toughness. Like if there are lists that can fight Imperial Knights well, you might have a bad day. But the other list, it absolutely makes sense to me because I think there's spots out of each of these pieces that feel like, hmm, that might be the best option I see in Corn or Zinch or wherever. So you just grab those best options. Um, doing this, I'm excited to try these guys out. Like I said, I don't own any of it anymore. I sold it super long ago. I had it for 8th edition fantasy. So, um, back, or oh, and I had it for 40k back when Screamer Star was a thing. I ran it in a local tournament. It was unf as unfun for both sides as it sounded. Screamer Star was the 2-up re-rollable anvil. Oh, God, Jesus, it no. Took, so, it took, several, ah! it took several psychic powers to go off, so there is a chance you fail. Wasn't a great chance, but it was. And there was almost nothing else in the list because a lot of it had to go to make that happen. But you had a two-up rerollable invul save on, on Screamers. So um, very tough to shift. It could do a lot of good. But I did one time miss one of the rolls. So it's like, oh, miss this roll? They run. Just go hide them because they're not going to do anything. Um, and oddly enough, Grey Knights at the time, I, I forget their thing, but it, it like hurt your invul saves. So essentially you lost your rerolls because I think they made you reroll successful. Your reroll fails, so you just lose rerolls. Or they did something crazy to you. And one of my games was against them. Um, but overall, I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited to try it. I don't know exactly when, because originally we thought tonight we would play, but now it's going to be having to do this over two nights, which is a good idea, because this is going to be one of our longer episodes. Um, we might not do it tonight. Maybe we'll do it Thursday then or something. Um, but I'm interested to try that out. What I, You know one thing I was looking for that I'm having a hard time finding? What? A good computer-based um, list builder. Not phone app, because I know that's good, but I it's tougher oh, yeah, to no. show my phone and Battlescribe won't on this. do it. No, uh, no, because there's issues with Battlescribe. That's probably not going to happen. Honestly, I just copy and paste it from the app, and then makes it a note file, basically. That's all okay. I do. So it might be something more where we do that, because I would want, you know, to, to even talk about um, list building and stuff like that, you know, yeah. it makes it tough right now. We can't actually do act live list builds because I don't know if there's a good program for it that I've seen, at least. There might be some in the future. All right. Um, any other demon thoughts? 
No, okay. that's. I mean, they're just really. Cool. You don't have to have really cool It's star- okay to say no. No, no, no. They're just a really cool starting army. You know, and oh, I should say their boxes are great too. Yes. They're um. What the hell are they called? Oh, I always forget. Combat Patrol. Com- no. Wait, is it Combat Patrol? The new what, what big the push new- from GW is Combat Patrol combat- because Combat Patrols can be played versus each other in a balanced game. They said, I haven't tried Combat Patrol. I do want to try yeah. it to see how I it actually works. I think they works. only have corn, though, in Combat Patrol. But really? looking at the corn box right now, yes. Yeah. It's only corn. It says Chaos Demons, but it's, it's, it's corn. Um, and let me see here. You got... Oh, and it comes with the Herald, too? Oh, yeah, no, sweet. I actually like the Combat Patrol for Demons. It's actually legit cool. You get a lot of doggies. Nice. Okay. Do you remember the Space Marine video game? Yes. Do you remember what demons were in it? Yes, corn, blood letters specifically. Yes. They, they were paid in the ass. Yes. And also oh. specifically in that game, the, um, the, the person talks about related to being magic and casters and all that kind of stuff. And then he summons corn demons. Yep. I always thought that was funny. Because at the time, I didn't, I didn't realize it at first. So later on, I'm like, wait, he's talking about, like, you know, magic and stuff like that. And here's corn. Like, wait, no, that doesn't hold. Um, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, the combat patrol is all corn stuff. That's a shame. Oh, man. Some of the greater... Uh, the Fate Weaver model and all is rather expensive. He's a pricey boy. I mean, it's all is. But... All right. Um, I think that'll do it for us tonight on the topics of demons. So other things that we have coming out shortly related to this, we are going to film a battle report. Um, I just don't know exactly when I am supposed to play Ark Nova tomorrow night. As of you guys hearing this, it would be the night you're hearing it. So maybe Thursday if the weather doesn't hold, because my wife might have an event, a Christmas and July event. But if the weather's bad, it's going to be the following week. So might be able to do it then. If not, we'll probably do it over the weekend. Um, but we want to... Do, do some games related to these because we've talked about it. We want to actually, you know, test it out and see how we feel. Does our opinions change when we actually try things out? Um, as always, we do want to thank everyone who does listen. Remember, we're available on any podcatcher. If we're not on any other podcatchers, reach out, let me know, and I'll make sure we get on there. Um, we also put out this as well as a bunch of other content on YouTube. Um, we have some battle reports. We have much better audio equipment now, so I'm hoping to record some stuff maybe even this weekend with that much better audio equipment um, as well as some other solo stuff so we do put out a bunch of other stuff on youtube um, as we try to grow ourselves likes comments subscribes all that kind of stuff it really does help out a lot um, as you know a lot of things you don't get good into the algorithm until you start getting high enough numbers we're getting pretty close we want to get to the thousand subscribers and all there so you know it costs you nothing to do that and it really does help a lot um, if you want options that do cost you something we do have a patreon um, with that, if you have the means and you like the content, we do ask that you take a look at it, consider it. We know we were a little light in June because of various things. Same reason we're hoping to get um, Steve back, get back to more some 30K and some other stuff very soon. Like I said, you know, I really just want him here for when we do that because I think he adds a lot. And I know he doesn't really do 40K much, so it makes sense for us to talk about this while he's not around. So my hope is that he's either fixed his computer or... Or now he's worked his new job long enough to afford a new one. Um, but the Patreon stuff, like I said, it goes to stuff like our new audio equipment and all of that. It really does help us be able to, you know, get this show and everything else that we want to be able to do. All right, for other things. So we know we're going to film that battle report. What else are we going to do? What are we doing either end of this week or next week? What's the plans? 
um, do you want to do? I don't know. What what forty K do you want to get to next? Who's the next one? Ooh, I'd say Necrons. We did Miami. Let's do Necrons. Yeah, let's do Necrons. Okay. Mostly because I'm actually interested. I've heard some really cool things about Necrons. They're also around, the, they're humping around 48, 50% win rate yeah. right now. And their lists are bonkers nuts. Because you have to throw um, a lot of characters in it to give no, it but even the so, things like, that you want. They've been completely different. Some of the lists that have made it to top five are like just insane. I've never, like, what? Um, although I heard that some people have been cheating with Necrons, so that kind of sucks. How are they cheating? Um, I can't remember what the GT was. Okay. Um, but essentially what had happened was people were... So apparently the Annihilation Barge or the, the Transportation Barge you have is on an oval base. Yes. Right? And so they were using... Like, you get a free pivot, essentially, right? Yeah. And what they were doing was they were free pivoting to gain extra inches. Oh, yeah, because that thing sticks out like three or four inches in front of that base. Yes. And so one GT basically said you have to met old old fantasy rules you have to measure the differentiation of the of the turn right? yeah yeah measure your furthest but turn here's where all. it gets weird that works for oval bases right yeah they said all everything models. yep so you gotta do it on brown bases too which yeah, makes no that. fucking sense <laughs> it makes no fucking sense what yeah no i i heard that i i have heard that that's a thing too um I mean, gamey people are going to game. There used to be yeah, exactly. things what people would do, and I'll, I'll show this for everyone watching. They would take their um, vehicle, turn it sideways in the starting line, ready to go, boom, flip it, pivot it, it's middle, you're now a little bit more forward, and move up. Um, obviously, that wasn't cool to do either. So, I mean, don't do scummy things. Go out there, and if you have to stand for a very long time to convince your opponent of something being okay, it's either, one, not a well-written rule, or two, it's not a rule. Um, there is weird things I know that some people don't necessarily didn't see at first, like um, is it Crypt Thralls being able to bring them back even if both of them are gone because of the way GW has worded everything, and absolutely it it works as they have said. But you know, if if your opponent really can't understand the rule and you're having to explain it to like a room full of people, there's a problem. Um, all right, so we can do them next. Um. Yeah, that'll work. So, idea is, we hopefully we'll get something else out this week. Um, it might be something else that I'm doing personally, but we'll hopefully get at least something else out this week. We're probably looking at Necrons next. Um, Necrons have tons and tons of units, so that might be a two-parter as well. Because I know they're an army with a lot. Same thing, when we get the Space Marines, Space Marines are going to be multiple parts. But... All right. Um, remember, if you want to reach out to us, we do have a Discord. You'll see that in the show notes we have a facebook page it is also in the show notes if you want to email us it's trainkickersnj at gmail.com i do check it i try to check it fairly often to me so we have that as well but on behalf of everyone here then at the show has a good hobby and some great gaming